Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the session. I'm your host, Justin Crosley, back in the studio once again. And I have not been in the studio in a while. The last shows we did were out on the road, which is where I like to be. Um, So forgive me if there's a little learning curve tonight. So far, so good. Um, And with me, uh, my wonderful co-host, Teresa Pasuti, is here. Yeah, I'm sad that I couldn't go on the road trip, but yeah. you know, glad to glad to be here. I brought the beard along on that one. I know, and I was thinking you you named it the Justin and the Beard. Yes, you could make like if we could all go together, it'd be Justin the Beard and the Beef because my <laughs> yes. my maiden name is Beavers. That's right, I forgot about that. And my childhood nickname was the Beef. I love this. So. We could do beer shows and morning radio with that title. Totally. <laughs> Justin the Beard and that'll, the Beeve. That'll help finance the trip. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, and Teresa is also here participating in an event that we're doing, which is our topic of today's show. So uh, with me today from Deep Liquid, all the way out of Australia, but really worldwide, uh, Denim De Silva is here uh, once again. Welcome back, Denim. Hi, Justin. Good to be here. And our friend, everybody's friend, the legendary Dick Cantwell is also hanging out well thanks uh, everybody's friend that yeah. gives me some pause <laughs> yeah just everybody's friend i don't know why you've always been friendly to me and everyone around me so maybe that's why i that's think that <laughs> uh so today we are talking about uh ai beer artificial intelligent intelligence in beer um and uh we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into that so i'm not gonna explain too much right now there's no need um, we'll get into it and you'll learn all about how the deep liquid platform um is helping Helping connect brewers with uh, consumers, with with people like me. I'm I'm not a brewer. I'm not. I'm barely even a home brewer uh, anymore. So, but I am. Um, um 
I don't know if beer connoisseur is the right word. Maybe I'm a beer critic. Maybe I'm somewhere in between. Um, and so what we're going to talk about today is how, you know, my feedback can can possibly better get to brewers um, so that they can make um, better beer. And before I describe our event, uh, let me just get through a couple pieces of business. First of all, uh, this show is brought to you today by More Beer. Every session we do is brought to you by More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com, check them out. Um, I don't know if you, in, in your new brewery venture at, at your, your half barrel brewery, or do you have a one barrel? One barrel brewery. Do yes. you, do you order direct to the home from more beer yet? Oh, I do. Oh, I you have, do. Yeah. I have many times. Uh, I yes. thought you might. From all sorts of vendors. I yeah, mean, more yeah. beer doesn't carry super technical stuff, but well, yeah, actually yeah. they have No, now good, they've grown they into that too. Yeah. yeah. They've grown into a little bit of everything. You can go to morebeer.com and check them out. If you want to learn about all sorts of things they do, including their giveaways, check out their YouTube page because they're putting out all sorts of good content. They've got some podcasts now. Um, uh, so anyway, thank them for supporting this show as they always have. Um, and then a couple other things I just want to mention, too. Uh, the 21st Amendment, uh, also a, a wonderful supporter of this show. And, in fact, Sean is also participating in tonight's event. Uh, they're having their August Fest, which is happening August 26th. Why have Oktoberfest when you can have August Fest? It's down at this 21st Amendment San Leandro Brewery, and tickets are on sale now. You can go to 21st-amendment.com. It's uh, August 26th from 12 to 8 p.m., and uh, they've got all sorts of things happening. First of all, it's free admission and open to all ages. Uh, then you just kind of upgrade when you want to, to do some VIP things or get some beer or get some food. But if you just want to go hang out and be a designated driver, bring out the kiddos, you can do all of that stuff at their 21st Amendment uh, Brewery. There's some uh, collaborations that they're uh, putting out that day from Fieldwork, Camino Brewing Company, Moonlight Brewing Company, speaking of legendary brewers, um, and Harmonic Brewing. Um, and local brewing. So lots of different uh, collaboration beers, as well as all the wonderful 21st Amendment beers, a couple of which we'll be tasting tonight. Go to 21st-amendment.com and get your tickets today if you want to do the beer stuff for the VIP events, or just show up on the 26th. And then, of course, support all of our sponsors, including Williams Brewing and Beersmith. Wonderful people who uh, have been helping out this show for a long time. Okay, so back to our event, because we got a beer in our glass already. Now, we introduced this uh, in, in short in another podcast back during uh, SF Beer Week, I think it was. Um, and the idea behind Deep Liquid is to provide a bridge between uh, consumers and the brewers. And, Denim, you're going to correct me at any time you want. Um, by, uh, in this case, with our event, uh, we've got five different uh, breweries involved um, to put a beer on here at the Hop Grenade. And then we've got Coaster out all around the tap room with a QR code. And for each beer, you can scan the code and give your feedback on the beer. And then in short, the idea is um, the, the AI that, that, that Deep Liquid is creating takes that feedback and gives it back to the brewer with suggestions on, on how, I guess you could call it how they might improve their beer, or at the very least, you, it's suggestions on, on what the consumers think of their beer. Um, maybe they want it a little more bitter. Maybe they want it a little more clear. Maybe they want a little more aromatics, uh, and so on and so forth. And so at the end of this project, we're calling it AI Beer Week here at the Hop Grenade. So we're hoping to get you a bit more data than just tonight. Um, the brewers, like Teresa, will get something back from Deep Liquid, which we'll, we'll let Denim you know, get into the intricacies here. Um, and then choose to use that feedback Maybe not use all of it. I don't know. Uh, to recreate the beer and then hopefully bring it back here to the Hop Grenade. And I, I'm, I'm hoping some of our uh, guests get to taste and go, oh, I, I suggested that. I wanted it to be more bitter and now it is or, or whatever it might be. 
Is that a good enough summary? What do you think? <laughs> okay, so this is getting recorded, right? Because I'm going to use that. That was perfect. Okay. Seriously. That's, pr- that's that, my understanding of it. It's well, not that complicated, I, it, it I is, thought. It is not that complicated. Yeah. Actually, I think that is almost the problem in that as soon as you start talking about AI and machine learning, and I've been very lucky in that um, some of my partners, much smarter than me, literally the... So one of the the guys who helped form this is the head of the Australian Institute of Machine Learning. So officially, Australia's number one AI scientist. Okay, yeah. And the other uh, another person who helped, uh, well, sort of created the idea and is uh, and is an advisor is the person who hired him. Like one of the guys who heads up Amazon. So we have these really smart people, and everybody assumes this is super complex. Yeah, but it's not. It is what it's doing is what we've done for millennia which is listen to people and then make improvements based on input right yeah, yeah. that's what we've done forever that's sure. what breweries have done for forever all we're doing is now scaling that so it's not just the people that you have in your you know your orbit the people at your bar but everyone and we can also then say okay you know people in california are saying this people in south australia are saying this people in brisbane are saying this and AI is really, really good at figuring out lots of data and those puzzles to say, okay, here, hmm. this is what you need to do. Whereas what we are good at doing, as you know, the brewers are good at doing, is, is creating the best product, but with the limited data. So if you can expand that data and put it into a format that they understand, yeah. it's a powerful tool. Right. So it does, again, it just kind of translates the information into a way that then the brewers can understand, and hopefully with tons of information. Absolutely. And so like you said, you know, uh, we're just doing it here tonight in this pretty small data set. But if the idea were, for example, it were on every single can of Crooked Lane that goes out into the world. This, this by it, uh, sorry, I mean this QR code was on every single can, and it just said, "Give us your feedback." Uh, you scan it, you get a simple uh, interface. Um, you might get tons and tons of data on on every single beer you put out, and I think that's sort of more the idea behind it. We're we're in this this sort of a rudimentary uh, uh, sample size here, um, but. And, and I have to admit one thing, too, before we go further. And then I want to get a little more of your background, Denim, because uh, you are a brewer, right? Let's, we need to let people know well, actually, this is no, coming so, so from I, the world of brewing. Okay, yeah, it is coming. I, I yeah. should say I'm very careful. Say I'm, not, I'm a brewer's lackey, ah, right? You're a brewery so, owner. So, so, so yeah, I'm, lackey, I'm a brewery yeah. owner. So yeah. I, much like you, I believe, Justin, like did a lot of home brewing and, you know, some successfully, some not so. Um, and uh, my, my plan was to be the brewer. But as we started growing, there was so much to do, which I got people who are much better at brewing than I. And that's the smart way to do so, things. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I, 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 I didn't get to be the brewer ever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but and how, how long has the brewery been around? 18 years. Oh, wow. So in okay. Australia, that's, that a is, that's a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, I think I was discussing with Teresa, yeah. I was the 38th brewery in Australia. Um, and wow. now I, there must be like 3,000. So, you know, I started the South Australian Microbrewers Association. Like, there was nothing there. There was six of us. Like, also, was, were, were you like 18 when you started this brewery? Doesn't he look like the young, <laughs> he's such a healthy looking person. It's How old beer. were you when you started this brewery? Can I ask that? 33. 
35, 33, 35. You can send me your diet, whatever you're eating. Good beer. Good <laughs> okay, beer. It's just good, good beer. beer. Good beer. Yeah, okay. maybe it's because he wasn't brewing, like <laughs> there was less stress or something. Uh, something like uh, that, yeah. I don't know. I was investment banking before this. Okay. Yeah, all right. So yeah, that no, doesn't no, no, really track. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've been in the beer world for a long time. Yeah. And then here's where I just want to interject before we get into how you got into this. I'm a little embarrassed to admit, and I've been thinking about it more and more recently, that I've gotten involved in at least a minor way in this project because I'm I'm pretty fascinated by it. I haven't even tried ChatGPT yet. I don't even have the stupid app on my phone. I've not used it for one thing. Right now, (laughs) I like we should have ChatGPT write the rest of my interview for us. Right, generate some content. um, I haven't even dabbled. I've not tested it once. I have talked about it a lot. I have read about it a lot. Um, I'm fascinated by it. I have no idea why I haven't punched a single sentence into that thing yet. Oh, man. Uh, yet I'm yet I'm here. I am because I'm, once you said beer, once I met you at Beer Week or something, I was like, now that's AI. I think I can get into. <laughs> so, and I'm sure I could get into the Chat GPT too. I just don't know what to do with it. I don't know what I'm doing that it would help. The sky's the limit, Ben. It it really is. <laughs> but like this is this is where I think. Beer is actually better than ChatGPT because ChatGPT will like, and there's a lot of you know instances of this. It's it's out complete and utter rubbish because okay. it's being trained on everything that's on the internet, and I don't need to tell convince anyone that there's a lot of rubbish yeah, on yeah. the internet, right? Yeah. So, um, what we do though is we actually train this on proper input, right? From uh, brewers and beer drinkers and and also people in the industry. So we our data is so what 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 we're training what we're giving is actually based on it, not everything and not all the rubbish. It is it's facts. So yeah, but ChatGPT is you know amazing and what it does is open up the the people's eyes to oh my gosh this is coming. So I love ChatGPT because for about four years. I felt like I was the only person saying, oh, my gosh, you don't know what's coming. This is going to change the world. Right. And nobody was listening. And I was and, and this this was happening. We were being puppets and our data was being harvested and all these algorithms were actually controlling us where we didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. ChatGPT is the first time where there's a consumer product like, oh, my gosh, it's giving it, it back to us. It's giving us back. But it is it's doing this by all this data that we've given to this. This box, right? Yeah, yeah. And now it's just sort of opened that box to go, oh my gosh, this is what we've built. This is what's coming. So I love ChatBeach GPT because it's shown people like, oh wow, this is a real thing. We need, I don't want to say concern, but we need to be ultra aware, yeah. right, of the world we're in and what's being created. Because if we don't help create it and we don't help, then somebody else will. Yeah. And it'll be not used for us it'll be used you know on top of or against us yeah i've got some late breaking news <laughs> it's all it is <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely right. yeah. well worse than that can we also just there there's an elephant in the room when it comes to ai too uh and and it's not your ai it's not just chat it's it's ai right um and that elephant in the room is is the matrix right but but more, I think, realistic than that is that people very much smarter than me, um, Stephen Hawking, I think, said 
that one of the things that could could ruin civilization is artificial intelligence. Uh, Elon Musk, who's building it into his cars, has has said he thinks it's one of these things that could really. So I, I think it has to be discussed in some way, shape, or form. Now, my take I think is similar to yours, Denim. Even with those warnings, it doesn't matter. The cat's out of the bag. Mm-hmm. It, the cat's out of the bag, and now it's really out of the bag with ChatGPT. We didn't. We thought it was out of the bag with Alexa. Alexa and Siri were stupid compared to <laughs> take the I out of the A. <laughs> they were just so right. I think that has to be discussed a little bit, and I think brewers might fall into this group of people who are a little worried about the world. I, I think I agree with you entirely. I think it is critical that it's being discussed. Yeah. And what I would say, though, is this isn't you. I'm sure the guy who invented fire went, <laughs> look, thug, this this thing, fire, it's going to change the world. And I'm sure Craig or whatever is like, dude, stop. You're going to kill us. Right. Like, yeah. Like it, it can it can light like, the night sky, it can cook our food, but it also could burn the house down. Yeah. He was absolutely right. From there all the way to nuclear fission. Right. Yeah. Every single technological leap has come. The more powerful and the more potential for good, equally, the more possibility of bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. AI is no different. The only concern I had for the longest time was that people weren't talking about it. So for that reason, this immense power, immense power is in the hands of literally a handful of people. Mm-hmm. It was Xi Jinping, Elon Musk, you know, Jeff Bezos, a few people. That is bad. That is really bad. Yeah, yeah. What you need to do, so our tagline, so actually, so uh, this is not good for a podcast, but I'm picking up a coaster. Yeah. And our tagline was AI for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, actually, our tagline is democratizing AI. Because I think... That is the best way to ensure that the dystopian future that AI will bring does not eventuate and the possibilities of AI doing good is amplified. You have to put this in in the hands of everyone. And I think – and honestly, I think this is the reason why beer is so good with this is because – this is actually the most consumed alcoholic beverage on the planet. It's the fourth most consumed liquid on the planet. Okay. Right, which is great. If this is a, do you vehicle, know the other three? Yeah, it's water, coffee, tea. Beer. Oh, right. Yeah, I think tea is the top process. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, is yeah. that right? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, oh, sorry. You, you know, you're, you're right. So, take out water, which is not processed. It is uh, milk, which is now considered processed. So uh, it's yeah. milk, uh, tea, coffee, coffee, beer. beer. Okay. Hmm. Curious. All right. And number one, so if this is the vehicle to democratize AI, then honestly, this is what I'm excited about. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I can tell when you get into this. And, and well, I want to, let's use the platform real quick and evaluate this beer before it gets warm in my glass. Right. And then we can come back to this kind of democratization of, of info, uh, which needs to happen. So I have Teresa Pasuti's beer in front of me from uh, from Crooked Lane. Do you want to describe the beer to us, Teresa, to our folks at home? Yeah, so this is an Australian-style pale ale. You should always say style. 
If it's oh, because instead of just an Australian yeah, Australian pillow, because I didn't get it from Australia. Sure, like, and you'll get angry emails about that. Yeah, maybe. So Australian style. Yeah. Um, meaning it's got uh, Galaxy and Motueka for hops. Nice. And it's just um, like a pretty dry pale ale, fairly bitter, um, pretty bright with hops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we discussed a little before, and I'd love to get your, you know, human feedback on this beer. Which you will. Yeah. And, um, yeah. This is, it, um, is the main difference from an American pale ale just the, the region that the hops come from? Or, or is it a higher alcohol or a drier? What do you, what do you think? It's... This is six percent, so it still falls in that like higher okay. um, ABV for a pale ale range. But I think for an Australian pale ale, it should be a little bit paler. For oh, an American pale ale, should be a little um, darker beer. Makes honestly. sense. Okay. Um, and then you're the already hops, influencing my the feedback. The hop character. It, okay. it really, you know, it it should be tropical. It should be. This obviously has like tons of diesel. Yeah, this like is a, dank. A truck went by right is, now. <laughs> it's super. It's super dank. Um, is that the Motueka? I think it's the Galaxy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it'll calm down, but I. It was kind of funny when I sipped it today. I was like, <laughs> but it's super fresh. It's right? very fresh. It's yeah. Fresh. yeah. Just, yeah. Just finished. Just it's, packaged. It's fierce. yesterday. So, yeah. It yeah. Is it's, fierce. It needs like a week to chill. This is kind a of a bit. brewer's beer, though. Like <laughs> this mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're. We're down. Like yeah. we love it at the brewery. Like, but I, I think it'll, it'll chill. It'll mellow a bit. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's our. Uh, so we we made this beer originally, I think, towards the end of last year or the very beginning of this year. Our second batch went to the Brewers Cup of California and it won an award there. Okay. So we rebrewed for GABF. So this beer is going to the. Great American Beer Festival. Nice. Which, now that I've said it, it's definitely not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, you just jinxed it already? Yeah, I, I don't definitely know. jinxed it. There are know. so many jinxes, counter-jinxes, reinterpretations <laughs> of jinxes. I wouldn't worry about it. That's okay, right. That's I right. won't worry. Well, actually, no, I would, but it's not my beer. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's like saying, don't wake up in the morning. Like, if <laughs> yeah. you always worry. Can I ask what category you put this in? Australian Pale. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this will be interesting because the Australian pale. So, we've done. I have a very small brewery, but we, we've done relatively well. We've won Champions uh, SA State Brewery three years in a row now, and um, this I wouldn't like. Wouldn't go in. So, uh, nat- so the the, uh, the International uh, Australian Beer Awards is actually the largest annual beer awards in the world, mm-hmm. right? The, the one held out in Melbourne. Um, and we won uh, champion um, uh, uh, Australian Pale Ale a couple of years ago, but like this would be, I think, considered definitely in the national competition. Mm. Maybe not the international uh, Australian Beer Awards, but definitely the the independent beer awards, which is the national national one. Too hoppy 
Yeah. For an Australian pale ale. Oh, okay. Interesting. I love yep. it, but I suspect. What about it, ABV? Like, yeah, ABV would be a little too high. high. It's too high, and then too hoppy. So too hoppy. It's kind of falling in right? the IPA it's, it's category. Tall, it's fall, it'll fall in the IPA category as an IPA. I think this would. But of course, one of the secrets to entering is yes. crowding the category. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, surmounting mm-hmm. the parameters <laughs> just enough so that it has that wonderful extra flavor. Stands out and, it's so, and doesn't it's so true. set off yes. any alarm bells with the judges. Most of the most of the times we've done something like that, it's out. It's yeah. a, it's on the edge of yeah. the beer style. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like that's that's, I, that's the game. I mean, you yeah. you know where more, way more than me, but like that. Yeah, I think about that. It's the it's sort of a common knowledge and a common complaint among brewers too yeah. that if they, you have to do that and then they're like I mean if I made it the way I want to drink it I would have pulled back on the hops or pulled back on the alcohol or whatever Yeah, but it's competition beer so. can I ask a question Just because, and I should have asked you uh, Dick before because I've had uh, do does, uh, GBAF do, do they test the trophy winners and oh so no, and so forth? no there's no analysis really yeah. because mm. in Australia we were warned mm. you if you want and Again, I'm doing a little bit of boasting. We won four trophies at the last, uh, and so all our beers were tested, and it all came in. But if not, mm. we were just just like so testing to see if the the wow. ABV was too high or yep. okay. Really? Wow. Yep. That's so no, we, we, don't, we don't do that. No. And if, oh, and if you I don't pass your test, if you don't pass the test, they strip the award off you. Wow. We oh, did that's a um, we did a, a pale ale festival here uh, last November stupid idea uh but really good no, beers here and anyway the winner of the beer was like this it, it was the hoppiest you know the closest to the edge but there was another problem there was an almost instant uproar because the name of the beer alvarado street one and the name of the beer if they had made it previously apparently as an ipa so when people looked it up that day the only trace of it you could find on the internet was this seven percent ipa and here at the hop grenade People started telling me right away, hey, I think you got sandbagged. I think we think they sent. So I ended up embarrassingly having to call the brewer and be like, bro, I have to ask you. You just won the competition. And I've been told that this is an IPA and I can't find it anywhere. And he's like, man, you, 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 those people are right, we, but we, we changed it. And I'll send you the brew sheet if you want. And that was enough for me. I was like, I trust you. I just needed you to say that you're the winner. So uh, there'd be uproar here. But there are a couple of ways to look at that, too. I mean, what, on one side, that's how new styles are born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that parameters are crowded. I mean, I w- remember a lively discussion I had on the GABF floor many years ago about, a, about some, a couple of pale barley wines that we were drinking, and people were saying, I don't know that this is barley wine. Well, that's how double IPA was born. Right, uh. right. And um, another thing is that, um, oh, I forgot what the other thing is. But yeah, I, you're absolutely right. Uh, that is how styles are born. Um, it's just always a controversial thing. And I think testing would, gosh, I think half the brewers actually would encourage it, and the other half around here would go, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I thought of the other, <laughs> the other thing, is, and that is how, another way that a, a little bit of, I mean, you could call it subterfuge, you could call it, you know, really walking the line in terms of deciding where you're going to enter your beer. Yeah. But I remember way many years ago, you know, Sam Adams Boston Ale won in the Dusseldorfer Alt category. Okay, yeah. Oh. You know, it's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, and I entered an amber ale that I made in Seattle at Elysian, you know, in 
ordinary bitter and won right. a couple of medals with that. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, just completely out of style. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah. I guess I mean, you're right. Is it is it more important that you brewed a beer in that style? We entered a mm. barrel aged Doppelbach as an old ale once. Okay, I don't think it's that important. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, you know, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I think, think the, like how you got there is less important than where it is. Yeah, and the the descriptions for the styles are changing every year, and they try. Everybody, you know, every organization tries to get better and better and better at it. And so, given that the, that if it if it if it falls within the verbiage of the style, right, you're right. That's that's it's in the pocket. Then it fits. All right, let's. Re- I'm going to review this beer yeah. uh, just to go walk through the platform. Um, so I've scanned the QR code as if you were here at the bar, or maybe you found it on a, on a can of beer. Um, in this case, it says AI at the Hop Grenade. I'm going to click the review button, which is going to take me right to where uh, we're getting started. Um, and it's uh, in this case again asking me what beer I'm drinking. I got a little drop down menu. We are having Crooked Lanes uh, Kangaroo Culture, so I'm clicking that. Going to the next question, um, and it's telling me. Oh, I have oh, I have too. open Mood surveys. Service. We have open surveys. Yeah, I did. I skipped it. Yep. Um, I like that though. That if I were using this as a regular user, because I did create an account that'll let me know, like, hey, drunkie, you didn't finish your last uh, <laughs> well, review. Actually, can I just tell you why we have that as well? Sure. And we need to actually just and. This is very much a prototype, but we have an AI bar, which we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. So s- these can actually then create a QR code, which you can take to your AI bar and then personalize a beer for you. So if you've got open surveys... You want to finish. You want to finish because that'll inform the AI bar to give you the beer that you want. Yeah. Got it. So you'll that, get a that's actually, better beer. You'll get a better beer. Yeah. So that's the reason that's there, but you okay. don't have the AI bar here. So then it's going to give us a description of this beer, which I think this is important because as a, I'm a consumer, right? So I'm going to know, I, I want to know what you are going for. Mm-hmm. So Teresa provided this description, uh, but you, you've already basically described the beer for us. So yep. I'm going to, I'm going to pass through that. Um, and okay. Although it's very clever. It is a good description. Oh, I know. Well, it is so well our, written and he's an author. So. We, right. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. So we, we, on every can, we have a, like a, a blurb. We call it the blurb. It's like, you know, five lines of text and we just, yeah, we have fun. Cause I'm like, I'm a reader of everything. Like I'll read the cereal box. I read every can I have. Mm-hmm. I always want someone to like get us. So they have to read the can yeah. and be like, oh, there are a bunch of silly people over there. Yeah. Oh, I it's, like that. It's yeah. important. I mean, it is. I, I still I mean, take great give... pleasure that whatever else they've done to Space Dust, they've kept the copy I wrote on, oh, every, nice. on every package. Oh. Nice. I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> and I'm not saying they've ruined it. No. You didn't say that. <laughs> okay. First question then is, um, how would you improve this beer's appearance? And then it's a slider, and it starts in the middle where that's perfect, and I can go to make it cloudier at minus 10 or make it clearer at 10. So, yeah, this has some clarity to be desired. Yeah. Um, I'm so. going to make it clearer by four points on my voting, I Teresa. made it only yeah, clearer I'm, by two. Okay. Because I'm I think it's Justin, very pretty. I'm like, I'm about four on my slider. I it's like, not hazy. I like all. I like a bright beer, but I don't mind yeah. a little cast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I actually said perfect because, like in the Australian pale ale category, like Cooper's pale ale is the 
classic, and it's hazier than this. Oh, really? Which I actually think is too like yeah. They actually say oh, roll like it. Too oh, like, right. Yeah. So okay. they make a big thing about here. You're supposed to roll it and distribute the yeast and blah blah blah. So I actually thought, yeah, this is actually. You left it right there. Perfect. So, so what do you think about stopping by Colorado to judge this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beer competition. Fine. Uh, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm still waiting on my invite, okay. personally. And I'll skip to the next question. Um, how would you improve this beer's aromatics? All right, and we agree. Uh, we all agree that this has got it's got a lot of diesel in there. Yeah, but it's uh, quite a lot's gone out now. Um, you know, I'd also like to make the observation that when we first got this beer, it was full to the brim. Yeah, and, and it mine's was really like hard to evaluate the aromatics yeah. at that point. And mm-hmm. I wanted to get it out of the way and do it so oh. we could go on and have the discussion. But I had a hard time. But now that I can actually stick my nose in the glass, yep. I can form a much more, inf- much better opinion. Okay. Well, and we're going to end up talking about these questions, too, especially as this being a work in progress, the, the, whole, the whole platform. But it's just, again, how would you improve the beer's uh, aromatics? And, and the choices are to decrease or increase the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's a lot closer to perfect now than it was at the start for Agreed. me. Um, I'm going to decrease them just by a touch, too. Um, but it is much closer to leaving it alone now that it, it's uh, chilled that's out. That's what I would say. That, yeah. I, I was at two as well. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Um. Uh, now this one's uh, how would how would you improve this beer's flavor? Um. And the choices here are: would we make it less bitter or more bitter? For me, from a bitterness standpoint, it's just fine. I'm 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 happy with it. I'd also like to submit, and this this resonates with some of the discussion we had before. And I know this is something we will talk about as this whole thing develops. Yeah. But it would be nice to have a few more subjectives to be able to put in here because it's not just about less bitter and more bitter mm-hmm. in terms of fl- what the flavor is. You know, there 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 are distinctive hop varieties in this, mm-hmm. and you know, there's one flavor I don't like in it, but mostly I really do like it. Yep. So I didn't want to be hard on it just. Because because of personal taste, yeah. But perfect. I don't. I mean, that doesn't really describe what I'm getting sure. from this. But so. I, but Denim has said that as time goes on, you know, different incremental questions can be added that will create a more complete model. And I want to get into that. Uh, I'm gonna move us to a break. So we're, I'm just going to finish the review here, and that's that's a perfect segue because right when we come back, I want to dive into that. Because yep. yep. my guess is we're going to find out things like. Um, there are certain consumers like you and I, Dick, that want more detail in this app, and there are certain ones that are like, "Okay, man, that's four questions are enough." <laughs> and so, well, and it's probably a balancing act that Deep Liquid's going through. Uh, the fourth question here, and I think there's only four questions yes. in this particular one. Um, and how would you improve this beer's mouthfeel? And for me, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm just gonna. No, keep I think it the mouthfeel's great. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm hitting the submit button. Um, I get to the end, and it says, thank you. Uh, thanks for uh, the brewers. Appreciate your collaboration in the pursuit of the best beer possible. Uh, you've now stepped into the future and helped uh, to democratize AI. And then uh, for more information, you can go to Deep Liquid. I'm going to hit the go to home button because I think it's going to let me uh, evaluate some more beers as we go. Um, so simple. Straightforward, if I was hanging out by myself at the bar or even with my friends and I saw this QR code that said, hey, tell me how you like the beer, I totally would have done it, and I would have felt really satisfied with with that experience. And that's not just because I'm here interviewing you. That 
it was simple enough. Um, the the dissatisfactions I have, we're going to talk about in the next segment. Um, but as an overall thing, I'm like, well, that was pretty cool. I just got to tell Crooked Lane what to do with their beer. <laughs> That's kind of nice. Well, it's like it's definitely harmless, and mm-hmm. then it might be helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but it's kind of hard to know. So, like, I I want to hear more about that. Like, yeah. Yep. Like, what's behind here? What does it really mean? Absolutely. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take ourselves a quick break. um, And then when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the platform in depth, uh, what the brewers can expect to get back from it, uh, what kind of uh, data they receive, and then... Dick and I have some comments about the questions, I think, is what's going to happen. So, all right. Hang in there. You're listening to the session, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the session. Thank you for hanging out with us. We are still drinking beer, of course, because that's what we do here on the show. And talking about Deep Liquid, you can go to uh, it's deepliquid.ai if you want to check out more and learn more. If you're a brewer or a consumer, consumer, um, and as we might find out later in the program, even uh, for for other liquid platforms, uh, Deep Liquid is, is doing the work. But beer is the primary issue uh, here and our topic. And we've got, uh, like we said, five different breweries participating today and a brewery that's just joining us in the studio um, a favorite of mine for years now um, not just because I'm a huge John Martin fan but because uh, I think I drank nothing but uh, 1500 for a good year on this show <laughs> like when it came out or when it got perfected I don't remember exactly when but I spent a lot of time drinking 1500 on the show so we've got uh, a couple of brewers uh, both the uh, production manager brewer and the uh, um, a brewmaster and director of brewing uh, operations. We've got, um, well, we'll start with the brewmaster. We've got Devo Buckingham's in here with us. Uh, welcome. Director of brewing operations as well. Pull that microphone up real close if you don't mind. The only thing I can't fix is it being far away. But everything else I can fix. Um, <laughs> and then we've got uh, Miguel Seja uh, with us as well, uh, who is uh, a production manager and, and head brewer, I think, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Thanks for getting the beer to us. Uh, really, I'm a big fan of, of Drake's and all that you guys do there, so I'm happy to, to meet you both and be able to hang out and talk beer with you. So I was just telling you guys at the break to go ahead and go through the, the platform and, and vote on your, your own beer. Not vote. Uh, um, give provide some answers. Input. Provide input on your own beer. Um, while the, uh, the rest of us sort of talk about what we said before the break, which is uh, to discuss the, the platform itself and kind of the, the, the goods and the bads so far. And I also want to get into what, what info is, ends up being provided to the brewers uh, after this uh, experiment in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you saw before the break, we were provided with, with four questions um, that, you know, in some ways felt quite simple enough to me. I, like I said, at the end of the experience, I, I felt satisfied that I, that I, w- I was able to participate and, and give some feedback. But as a bit more of a beer nerd, um, I did want a little more, something a bit more robust, something, uh, a few other questions. Something a little more descriptive. A little more descriptive in some cases. And part of that, actually is a misconception I had about the platform denim. Uh, One thing I thought, and I don't know where I came up with this, probably because I don't listen very well, uh, was I thought maybe the brewers provide a full recipe to your platform, to the AI. Literally, all the malt, all the hops, you know, the, the whole bill. And then, as consumers give feedback, and some of that feedback is what I think Dick and I were talking about, like, 
well, I, I taste a citrus character. I wish there was more citrus. I taste a pine, and I wish there was more pine. I taste a, a certain grainy quality. I wish there was less of that, right? Um, which is some pretty beer nerdy stuff. Uh, so not every consumer is going to want to dive that deep. And my thought then was that the AI takes all that input and goes back to Teresa and says, more citra hops, m- uh, less matueka. Um, you were a little high on the grain bill. So I thought it really went nuts with, with like the recipe. But it's not that. So I wanted to just, yes, please do. But I wanted to present my first misconception. It's not a misconception. You ah. listen very well. Ah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So what we have is sort of, a, I guess, a, a tiered like process where brewers and you know, we're just testing this out. And if I, you know, went to Devo or, or Miguel and said, hey, give us your recipe for this, right? You're like, you're not, right? <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so what we can do is we can give them customer immediate customer feedback. So you know, we talked about this a little bit off air where prior to, you know, having a brewery, I was investment banking, and we dealt, dealt with a lot of um, – you know, uh, a lot of companies that spent a ton of, you have to pay them a ton of money to do consumer research. Mm-hmm. We can get immediate, you know, customer feedback, which then says here, and you don't have to do anything, right? So as a first step, so what we did, and what we did at San Francisco Beer Week is we got some uh, reviews and said, here, this is what the guys, you know, at, at, during San Francisco Beer Week said, and this is how you may want to adjust. Okay. But there's no AI uh, altering the recipe. For us, where the AI has access... At your brewery, when you say our us. Brewery, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes, Barossa Valley Brewing, my brewery. Yeah. It has access to all that. It can actually say, here are recipe variations. Ah, okay. Right? And the brewer gets to choose, right? And the brewer, and really, I'll be entirely honest, really the brewer picks one and goes 100%. And like, yes, I like this, but I think we should tweak this a little bit here or there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it does the hard work, the number crunching, and just puts it in a format where the brewers can just make the best decisions. And take it or leave it. Yeah. Yes, it's or, a discussion, not a mandate. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's good to hear then, because I thought that was that was so cool I, I, that I would want the tweaks to my recipe. Just again, they just crunched all the data for me, yeah. so now I can look at it and decide. But then, even as just a, a sort of a normal consumer, there was just a, some even mid-level range that I that I wanted today, right, Dick? Like just something else about uh, other than like you, you. Your example was flavor, bitter, less bitter. Yeah, there's there's, there's so much more to flavor than that. Yeah, obviously. And it would be nice to have, I mean, I would like to have five questions just on that. Yes. But as you say, people's attention might not bear that. So I wonder if in your testing, Denim, so far, the people are like, it's too much already. Yeah, it's bloody TikTok, right? Yeah. It's created an attention span of like... Would there be some way of building in tiers of engagement? That's actually exactly what I think we need to do. Mm -hmm. We need to... Maybe have four questions, and then in Australia, it's really easy to do this because we can reward people with points, beer points, and so on. So, hey, if you answer four more questions, right, then you'll get X, right? So we can actually start rewarding them. 
Nice. Where it's harder to do here for various legal reasons. Okay. But I think that's what we need to do. We free beer. To, we can't get right, away. Yeah, we can. can't do it. We, yeah. we, can, we can give them free beer, right? You can give, and well, so people, you can give like percent off a pint or something. I mean, can, maybe you, you can discount. Like but each you, brewery yeah. could decide on what their exactly. deal is. And it's so tough here because every or state is band. different. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's so difficult. Where in Australia, it's actually relatively simple to give away free beer. Yeah, and you also, <laughs> amazing. Tap, you also have tap fees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's good and bad, but um, <laughs> but what I think we need to do is find a way to identify what range you fall in. So I was having a chat to actually some of your customers who are really knowledgeable, and this is again the beauty of AI. We can go okay. These this is questionnaires from um, the Hop Grenade. One, we can overweight this because. If somebody is, you know, reviewing 1,500, we know that's not a 22-year-old who who, who ordered a Cosmopolitan and accidentally got this and like, oh, I'm going to slam this beer, mm-hmm. right? which is what happens on some f- platforms. Yeah. We can go, no, this is a hop grenade customer. We're going to overweight their opinion. Okay. And we can potentially even give them additional questions because we know that they're probably interested in the actual beer and they want to connect to yeah Drake. see this is where the, the crux is here right? i love it and then so we that's the beautiful thing about ai and then the other thing we can do is and i think we need to sort of understand like i think there can be one question you know are you in the industry are you a brewer are you a beer nerd boom and then i think what we need to do is then tailor those questions because mm-hmm. a beer nerd a brewer you know somebody you know who's you know, a, a, a customer here regularly. Yeah, just engaged like engaged, that. Engaged yeah. will spend two minutes, whereas a general, and this is, we've been testing this, the general population, right, 30 seconds. Yeah, and but it, board. It, mm-hmm. it strikes me that you could, you could build in, yeah. you know, things that would steer people to a secondary menu yeah. of questions if they were into it. You could way. almost, you could almost put it on the same page and just have that initial slider and then it would say more. You uh-huh. could either submit or you could click the more, and then you get all these other sliders that yeah, have to do yeah. with flavor, and then you could yeah. really like dial it in. Because one one thing that this really does is it fosters customer loyalty and engagement. And if you have all that stuff, and for people who really want to get into it, they really feel increasingly connected to the experience of drinking this beer. Yeah. And I will say that what we found, and this is very new, but we sent, tend to have, if we have a lot of questions... We have a lot of drop-offs, but then the people who do participate and spend even that, you know, 60 seconds, they, you've got them. They're yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're connected to your brand, right? So we do need to find a way to, you know, entice people. Because if you can get them to spend, you know, 60 to 90 seconds on your product. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time, really. It's a lot of time. But yeah. if you can find Sounds that weird, spot. But- Right, where you just can get them to spend a little bit more time, then they're connected and they're invested. Yeah. And if they, you can invest in your brand, then that is hugely valuable. Sure, yeah. And it provides increased resolution yes. to the experience. It's, it's good for everyone. It's good for the brewer. It's good for the platform. It's good for as the long consumer. as the platform is resilient enough to forgive them for not answering every single question. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. yeah. yeah. Yes, we yeah. found that to be an issue, yes. <laughs> we'll fix that. We will fix that. Well, the, this is just starting, and, and AI is just so, well, like you've said, so robust 
but also so new. This is going to be a, a, a learning curve to figure out how it works for, for everybody, and the consumers included. So, like, the thing that I thought was cool about this event, especially because I, I love this beer, I'm actually surprised. I don't know if it was y'all or John that decided it was okay to send 1500 because the idea is that it might get tweaked, like maybe on a small batch. I was like, that's... And, I was and like, thank, that's you, thank, you for cool. being, thank you for being open to even <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah. I just thought that was super cool. Yeah, Miguel's idea was to pick up beer that we, like, that most people knew and were familiar with. And yeah. Like, times are changing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 1500 has, has, you know, remained strong through the years, but, you know, in, in the future... You know, totally. We totally want to look at, at, at new, innovative well, and I was even, when I was inviting brewers to this event, I was, you know, in some ways treading lightly because they're trying to figure out what beers to send. And I actually suggested sending a flagship too. But my thought was like, especially if you're a small enough, like a nimble enough brewery, I was like, make all the changes that it suggests, but call it something different. Like sure. call it, you know, just on that one batch, maybe it's just a smaller batch that's going to be at this event and a couple of accounts. Call it... Call it the robots are taking over. Have fun with it, right? Sixteen hundred. How cool would it be for your Yeah, yeah. How yeah. cool would it be for your customers to go, okay, we're gonna like help create the fifteen oh one. Sixteen hundred, yeah, fifteen oh one, yeah. Like, you know, just whatever that is. Like that that's what I thought too, yeah. That would like these guys, like you would know better than I, but they would go, Oh wow. Yes. Oh, wow. I right. was here for that. I right. put some imp- and then a they little just bit of means in to- there. Yes, right? exactly. So I was making this. You're the only ones who did it, but oh, that, that's not true. Actually, Pale from the Crypt is a flagship of theirs too. Well, also, so, I mean, you know, twenty two one A sent the Blood Orange. Li- Blood Orange you know, is a flagship of theirs. Yeah, so right? Everybody did. Everybody said <laughs> everyone went for it. Everyone just went for it, except for me. I <laughs> went out. No, 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 not at all. Do you guys I have think, a flagship though? Yeah. You, you were just, oh, yeah. you're, you're too nimble. Oh, you do. We okay. do. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. Didn't. I don't want your opinion. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't. We don't have to go through every beer on the platform. Which but, one of these is the fifteen hundred? The one on your I, right. Okay. Yeah. Because I haven't tasted either of them yet, and I wanted to make sure I was. Yeah. But I kind of want to go through the fifteen hundred since you're here, if you don't mind. Um, so same thing. I just scan the code. I'm just going to get started right away. Uh, it's going to ask me which of these beers I'm drinking, which is the fifteen hundred. Um, can I say this is one of the good things about the app is that generally you don't have the brewers on your left of you when you're doing this. Right. right? Uh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've all had an agreement off air that we're allowed to say whatever the fuck we want about deep liquid and the beer in front of us. So, yeah. yeah. It's a good thing we, I'm, I'm really loving this it. beer. Yeah. Um, I'll read the description first uh, that was provided to us by Drake's, by somebody at Drake's, maybe one of you, I don't know. Um, and the way the Deep Liquid does it on the platform, it says, here's what to expect from the Drake's uh, Brewing Company 1500 Pale Ale. It's generously dry hopped with Amarillo and Simcoe for a bright, piney punch. 1500 brings together orange blossom and grapefruit notes with a touch of honey, a uh, touch of honey sweetness. Um, but we don't like choosing favorites, but 1500 is our perfect everyday hoppy beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I can move right on to the and there's just four questions in this one, as we've said, and, and then you know, I'm curious what you all think about the questions too and how it goes. But how would you improve the beer's appearance? Um you know, I'm closer to Dick on this one than I was the last one. I wanted Teresa yours to be way clearer. 
I just want this one to be slightly clearer. Two more for me. You're going two on yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I'm about that. I'm about a two. What was I, a four on, on the I mean, last I, one? I don't mind ha- somewhat hazy beer, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I drink all of them, but, but uh, you know, I always like brightness. Yeah. 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 So mine, to me, tasted like not bright, but this one tastes bright, mm-hmm. even though it isn't 100% clear. So, like, good point. I yeah. don't have much problem with it, but... All right, I'm going to go to the next one. Um, aromatics. Well, it's hard to go wrong with yeah. Amarillo and... What was it, Amarillo and... Uh, Simcoe. Simcoe, yeah. It's I mean, I love Amarillo. I'm not a Simcoe fan. Hmm. Uh, I'm a Simcoe fan. I don't like it hot side, but I like it... After. I didn't like it for a long time, and then it just grew on me. Yeah. For me, it's peanut shells. Yeah. It's, oh, oh, interesting. Really? We had this discussion. Yeah. And That's weird. I don't think I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Nuance. I mean, you can't just use it by itself 100% unless you have like a very good totally. hot. Um, if you use it, you know, with, with, with other hops that are going to build it up and are going to help it out. It, it, you know, yeah. So there are, yeah, absolutely. There are Simcoe blended beers that I absolutely love. But well, one thing, you know, I, I made the comment earlier about the difficulty of t- getting a fresh sample that's filled to the brim and evaluating aromatics. Mm-hmm. You know, because like when you're judging, you get a glass of beer that has this much in it, you know, mm. you know like 15% of the glass volume, and you're able to stick your nose into it. With this, I mean, I'm going to take a big gulp of this Just before to be I able even to evaluate mm-hmm. the aromatics. So I will already yeah. have tasted it. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, with that, I, I'm going to go a little more on this one, too. I, I want a little more of that Amarillo in there, a little more a little more both. But not by much. I'm going to go two. Uh, yeah, one thing I found about 1,500 for me, this isn't on the list, but you're going to get it for me anyway. Um, in the beginning, when I was drinking it so often, it was one of the perfect pale ales. And as pale ales have gotten, the American pale ales gotten like a little hoppier, and a little drier, more exactly, right? So did my palate. So from time to time when I have a 1500, this actually isn't one of those times, it's w- way more malty uh, than, I, than I want it. And then other times like this, it's just super balanced. And I think it might have to do with what else I drank that week. <laughs> you know, if I was having like a super, if it was an IPA week, well then 1500 ends up super malty to me. Does that make sense at all? Oh, absolutely. I remember, you know, going on trips to, Southeast Asia or to Mexico or something and drinking lighter beers that aren't as hoppy and coming back home and going, whoa. Yeah, what happened? This beer that I'm used to, <laughs> that I use, usually just toss down is really bitter. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an acclimation period. But today I'm going I'm a, with, on a two. A little, up, up, you know, like I said, it goes up to 10 if you want to increase it or, or minus 10. Aromatics on that one were just up I a mean, couple. for me, the I, I think the Amarillo, I get that. I don't think it's, for me even, you know, not a Simcoe fan. I don't get too much Simcoe. I think it's really nicely balanced. Yeah. Yep. And, and that brings us to the next question, which is about the bitter balance. Uh, how would you improve the beer's flavor and the choices are less bitter or more bitter in this case? And I'm just going to leave that perfect. I think it's balanced for me. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't change much there. Um, and the same with the mouthfeel, you know. You guys know what you're doing. I can't change your mouthfeel there. That's fine. Uh, and and the, uh, by the way, the 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 metrics there are thinner or fuller on on mouthfeel mouthfeel. So I guess there are times where I would say I want 1500 thinner. Today's not one of them. I was I've been drinking light it's a beers. Super drinkable beer. So yeah. Yep. And then I'm going to submit that info. Okay. 
So now that I've submitted that info, and what we haven't done, Dan, I've talked about what I thought the platform does now. What kind of info are, are these folks going to get uh, after this after this event? Yeah. So basically, you'll get a report that basically identifies where what people have said, and basically they're just charts, right? And also, what we do is the data we get here is really narrow because this is obviously a test, but. In Australia, what we do is, because we've been collecting more data, you can actually compare that to the market, right? So you can sort of see where the market's going. And that's... How do you mean? Well, we basically collect a lot of data from various breweries to say, okay, this is where you sit in terms of... So it's not just yours. It's yours compared to the market. Right. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. And this is why I was really. Keen. And do you get numbers? Do you, do you say there's this 458 participants? No, you don't. No, no, well, no we don't at at this point. But um, no, no, we we haven't put the quantities there. But one of the things that I why I thought, you know, and we talked about this a little bit. Why craft beer is a wonderful vehicle for this is one beer is you know the fourth most consumed beverage, but also because craft brewers tend to be very open to working together, mm. right? So all this information is anonymized, but it does help us understand where we are. Now, you might want to be, okay, the market in IBUs is here. I want to be here, which is fine, right? But it's good still to know what the market is. So the information you're going to get here is just going to be, this is what people thought in terms of where you know, the the beer set in those four categories. Maybe there needs to be an AI avatar hmm. that's tattooed and bearded. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> that talks back to you uh, about what happened. Well, yeah. interestingly, so I, again, you weren't here for this, but we were really lucky. Um, I can't remember if I said this, this is even on air, but our founders, um, our co-founders are literally the, the, the number one AI scientist in Australia and that guy who hired him and so on and so forth. So um, they were actually saying what we should do is actually just be able to speak into, this is what I think. And we have the ability to do that. Like I think oh, this right. and this, this and this. And you could be speaking to your bearded AI yeah. avatar. Yeah. And your avatar. See, that would even solve some of the issues we're raising about yes. the number of questions to put in there. You can sit there for five minutes and talk to it if you want yeah. to, or spend 30 seconds going, I don't know, it was pretty clear, it was, uh, it was yeah. tasty. And I'm bored and, now, and, go away. And I wish it was hoppier. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you could do that. And you could have your avatar going, you know what, that what didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. This is what the brewers. It should thought. also be profane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, 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 the more you've drunk, the more you re- reviewed, the more profane your the avatar, avatar gets. gets. Like, <laughs> shut up and go home. You're, just, you're, you're talking rubbish now. Exactly. Go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and maybe because I'm a beer person, but I I think it's kind of fun to like review um, in this really simple format. Because, I mean, if I'm not sitting here like discussing a beer like i might just drink a beer and i don't think too much about it but i feel like there's something to be gained by just slowing down and being like what well what do i think about this yeah sometimes sometimes i think it's nice to just drink a beer well for sure yeah for sure so i get that from being on the show and not on the show Mm -hmm. when i'm out doing something and and i 
come across listeners, they're like, hey, what do you think of that beer? What's happening? I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I didn't think about it at all. I I ordered a beer that it it looks good, it smells good, that's fine. But of course, on the show, I have to be a little different than that. And I'm forced to, like you're saying, I'm forced to sit down and think a little more about it. So, yeah, it's a little bit of both, which, again, is why I maybe like the, the tiers of this of this platform, because on a night that it's maybe my favorite brewery, I want more questions. But on another night, I just want to tell you a couple things. No, you're absolutely right. And you know what? It's a problem we need to solve, because I'm absolutely the same way. I, I've actually had to train myself. I probably, so I'm sure, Dick, I don't know if you've had this issue, because you've been in the industry much longer than any of us, but probably at around the 10-year point, I had to find a way just to shut my brain off and drink a beer and enjoy it. Like, right. it was really yeah. tough. <laughs> Stop ruining like, it. Yeah, yeah just like, you used to enjoy this, and now you have to analyze every little uh, thing. Like, I, 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 I've, I've had a hard time face. doing that. <laughs> I remember on a family vacation, my brother handed me a beer, and I was turning the label around and <laughs> right, looking at the, yeah. everything. He said, just fucking drink it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm great at it, to be honest. People get annoyed with me. Like, my co-host, Beardy, gets really annoyed with me when he asks me about beer, and I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. Just finish it. It's fine. <laughs> that dude is very detail oriented. He is like, detail oriented. Cannot relax. But yes, I, I think yeah. that again, you know, I hate to keep going back to AI, but it can solve this problem. Like, we can identify where you are, what your patterns are. Like, I know this sounds creepy, right? It does. But it's happening but anyway. Is, is what happen- you've mentioned. This well, is exactly what I'm saying. It's happening. What we should do is go. Okay. This is how we can use it to benefit me. Like, this is what I want, right? As opposed to big companies harvesting your data and saying, this is what we're going to get you to do. Yeah. Right? And yeah. this is this is the, the, the difference. So, I again, it sounds creepy only because it's been inflicted on us as opposed to us using it for us. Yeah. yeah. We need to go, okay, this is how we're going to use it. And AI can go, okay, you know what? I know that you're at the hop grenade not you you're possibly there's nobody around you so you're there by yourself here i'm gonna give you eight questions as opposed to four but now i know you've been speaking to your your, your mom or your, your best friends there you're all at the hop grenade you know what i'm not gonna bug you yeah you know, i'm gonna give you three questions right so ai can do all of that it can be used in a way that helps you right it's just what we need to do is get into it the worst thing we can do is stick our head in the ground. Yeah. Because then the big guys will go, okay, we're going to use this. Going to use it anyway. On you. All right. Let's talk about that, specifically the sticking your head in the ground Ooh. and how it relates to, to data. So there are other platforms out there. I don't know, untapped, whatever. You're People are already participating. They're already ripping apart and loving on every beer that you make, right? It's just it's been going on for a long time. They're not the only one. Loving on right? every beer you make, I've never experienced. <laughs> well, ripping, that. ripping apart or loving on—that's what I. Yeah. <laughs> it's one or the other usually, and that data is just sitting there for you to read if you want to. I find that most brewers don't want to anymore. Um, for other consumers to read, they do want to, especially the beer nerds. They want to find out what's happening. So all that data is there anyway. And some of the pushback I've gotten in talking about this from brewers is like, ah, I don't want just another like rating platform. I don't want another thing that can tell me I suck, <clears throat> right? I got to sleep at night, you know? And I thought about that. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't read the I don't read the reviews for for my show either, but if a robot could weed them out for me and then tell me how to do something better, so I don't have to just feel bad about myself reading these things, I'd be pretty into that. And if it's already being done anyway, 
all those reviews are already happening anyway. This is kind of what I thought was cool about this, and I think it's what you thought too, Dick. If it's already being done anyway, and all that information is just sitting on a web page in the internet, why not give it to the robot and let that person, not person, give me data on that, right? And I think that's sort of what the AI ends up doing. Yeah, it, uh, and, and like we've said kind of over and over, or at least I'm really holding on to this, it's happening anyway, so give it back to me. Let me have it. Let me have that information. And by that, I mean as a brewer. Give it back to me. Yep. So You're, you're, you're absolutely right, and there's probably no need for me to repeat what you said because you're absolutely correct. It's out there. What you need to do is use it to actually make improvements, but there's so much data there. You need – like we are really good at the creative side, but in terms of you know being able to filter through a ton of data, we're not good at that. Yeah, AI is brilliant at it. Let it do that. But the other thing that I think has been missed is people just want to be heard, right? Even if you are saying something that is completely wrong, if we had the ability, right? If someone and I've done this all the time, where uh, brilliant example, somebody slammed a mid-strength stout we did. It was at three and a half percent because it wasn't big enough, and right, and I was like. And the brewers were so happy with it. And we actually won awards. And I had to explain, like, it's really hard. This is the brewing process. And, you know, this is why it's really hard to brew, uh, you know, a, a low alcohol stout. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, oh, this is really good now. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. But right. if we had the ability, to, we just can't do that for every single untapped, you know, review that has no idea how, you know, the style is supposed to be. Right. AI can do this, but still make the person feel heard, right? Yeah, because yeah. we can say hand on heart, that information has come. We've heard you. Thank you very much, right? And that's the other thing we, that we do here, right? We say thank you very much. That's gone to the brewer, and it can potentially inform them to make decisions. Right. Now, that is absolutely true. Even if they've <clears throat> given you feedback, you're like, no, 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 because you can create parameters. They're still heard. And as long as somebody's feeling heard, sure. they feel validated, and that's the best way to stop the vitriol and yeah. all the negative and stuff. I yeah, think yeah. one thing we can't stress enough is that when people feel heard and when they feel that, that the brewer is at least looking at the input that they're providing, they feel engaged. They right. feel a loyalty to that beer, and they pay attention to it in its next iteration, and even the next time they're in another bar and they have the opportunity to order it, and they can say to their friends, you know, I filled out this thing, and I feel like I have some engagement with this. Because we want to sell beer, right? Well, it's probably mm -hmm. going to guarantee that next sale, too. Right? Yeah, because yeah. If they're filling it out, and then they're going to say, oh, well, did that work? Because I'm going to go buy another 1500 and see if there are any, what the changes were. Absolutely. My, like, totally. opinion was validated, but, yeah. That's what I say to brewers who have misgivings about getting involved in this. It's like... You know, if I have 16 taps, what's the harm in devoting one of those to a beer that I'm willing to fiddle around with so that those four people sitting at the bar every day who, who with, and it used to be just verbal interaction with them, but now there's the opportunity to do this kind of thing. You know, if they're going to be, if they're going to feel fiercely loyal to this beer, that's a win. Yeah. And, and sorry, I'm glad Dick raised that because that's actually what we're trying to scale <laughs> That ability to talk to that person at your bar that comes there regularly and make them feel heard and listened and engaged. Like, if we could do that with, you know, a million people, 
we'd all be doing very, very well. Sure. We just can't. Yeah. This allows us, in a fashion, to scale that interaction. Yeah. There's another little component to it that I don't know how AI is going to relate to this, or, but I have this this podcast effect, this interview effect. When I'm engaged, your beer always tastes better. <laughs> there have been times, I'll be honest with you, that when I'm in this room with a brewer, and I'm like, wow. And then I go buy their beer a week later, and I'm like, <clears throat> oh, it's really not that good. <laughs> it's not terrible. I don't say I, I don't lie about terrible beer in here. But once I'm engaged with somebody and I'm hearing more about your story and I feel like we're friends, everything tastes better. That goes for restaurants, I feel like, if, the, if, they're, if you're talking to the chef or something. So just engagement makes stuff taste better, and too. And that is an illustration of why we all do this, yeah. is human interaction. Yeah. And this, yeah. the AI is a tool to enhance human interaction. Sure. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, like I say this, and it's a little tired, but I actually feel like that this RAI stands for Augmented Human Interaction, right? Mm-hmm. So what we do is we augment human uh, interaction but also uh, human, you know, interest and in, like we augment the sure. things that humans are good at. And I think, you know, AI, we get really concerned that oh, it's going to move everything towards the mean. It's going to take humans out of the equation. AI at its best augments what's best about humans. Mm-hmm. You know, imagination, interaction, you know, creativity, all that stuff. Is there not just a world where you we later on? pour a beer into a test tube, let the computer, the AI, you know, do its evaluation of it and come back and say, Denim, this is the beer people really want. Well, I would I would argue that that is sort of where we were moving and the big brewers were doing this, right? Mm. They were just doing a ton of market data, mm-hmm. right? Looking at like, Again, you know, getting consultants to just understand what's going to sell the most to the most amount of people, you know, offend the least, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. What I think AI can do is actually put individual human preference into the equation. So we talked about this off air, and it's been really interesting in that a lot of other beverages have come to me and say, hey, can we do this? Can we do this? Right? And I've gone, yes. And so... I hope I don't, you know, go That's down okay. a rabbit You're hole. Right. But like a, a, a premium whiskey guy has said, like this would be great, and because he was terrified about AI moving everything towards the mean, and particularly at that ultra high level, you want personalization, right? This is only for you. And I've gone, well, this is exactly what we can do. So what you can do is you can send out little test tubes from casks, and then get a whole bunch of your best customers to help blend with the master blender, mm-hmm. right? And so what we can do there is super personalize. And that's what we do here. So you're right, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that it could, right? Just go, okay, the AI says this is what's going to sell the most. And mm-hmm. absolutely you could do this. Okay. But I will just tell you with our, our very first beer, the first, the most sort of common comment was, oh, wow, this tastes like a Barossa Valley brewing beer. I wasn't expecting that. You know, mm. we're in wine country, our beers are big and full-bodied and aromatic. And I said, well, yeah, that's because we train the AI, right, to our, our character was in there. Got it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it actually amplified what we wanted. Okay. Yeah. So it could do both. And this is what I'm saying. We need to get involved because AI can be dystopian or it can do really wonderful things. And it's our choice. Yeah. 
And this is what I like about your attitudes. You just keep reminding people, like, you can stick your head in the sand. Go ahead. But I think then you're you're just missing out on something. And not just an opportunity, but missing out on, yeah, well, then your data is just going to go somewhere else. Well, and, and you yeah. know what? Somebody else will do it. Like, honestly, yeah. you'll be the last person who's like, no, no, no. This combustion engine's not going to do anything. I'm going to... St- Stick to my horse. Like, you will be the last person building the buggy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Um, well, did you all try the pill from the crypt, too? We have So we have Liquid Gravity's beer in front of us. Um, I didn't go through on the on the app, but I can – I'll just – I'll just fast forward ahead for my sake. It's one of my favorite pale ales on the planet. Also, uh, it's all perfect to me. This one, I love this beer right now. Yeah, yeah. Brendan, Brendan's also a friend of mine, so there's that engagement effect where I'm like, "Oh, everything you make is good, Brendan. It's fine." (laughs) (laughs) But no, I don't know what. Here's here's a case actually. I, I think would be better to say is. Either my palate's not good enough, or I'm not a good enough beer nerd, or something that I know what what to do better. And is that okay too, Denim, as far as the AI, the AI is concerned? Because if there's a whole bunch of zeros, a whole bunch of perfect on a beer, then I, I guess that's good to know too. Don't change a thing. I mean, that's what you experience? Yeah. You know, it, it, I think we talked about, I don't know if you recall this, but it's one of the things that I came back really thinking about from the last trip was there was a brewer, and I can't remember from which brewery, but his name was Santiago. And he said, oh, one, one of the things that I love is like, getting people to try something they won't like hmm. and i said that's what we need to do we need to call this the santiago sample right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. right here's because one of the things we can do is we can also recommend so once you've re- reviewed a whole bunch of beers we can say hey you're at the hop grenade we know you like this you know what's come on tap you should try this yeah right? yeah but we should try the santiago sample which is i don't think you'll like this there's only a like Computer saying there's only a 17% chance that you'll like it. <laughs> but do you want to try it? Right. right. So I think you are correct. And we need, because this is the beautiful thing about craft beer and what brewers love, is surprise. Yeah, yeah. And I think, if I'm being entirely honest, how do we protect that in this? If we are going to, you know, if we are going to create such efficiency... That we're no longer surprising people. That we're not so like we're, get, we're getting all zeros. Yeah, that's not helpful to anyone. Sure, so, and honestly, yeah. like, which is virtually impossible to do, but still, it could happen. You got to make right. sure we're not just headed down that path. And this is honestly one of the reasons I'm having these discussions. Like I said, this is a prototype. I'm keen to get feedback. Yeah, you know, how do we use this to amplify what is amazing about this industry? Yeah, and how do we protect what is amazing about this industry and I think you have touched upon one of them mm-hmm. is like okay this is amazing like how do I review it and not screw with it or like, yeah yeah like, yeah I just again feeling like I'm not smart enough to mess with this beer uh, but maybe you can just say you know what just everybody can send the to Dick and you're like you know what I, I know he's the pro <laughs> here. Like, I got you him to, I got this. <laughs> it's a good idea <laughs> Um, all right. Well, how about this? Let's take another quick break. And, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little more about it. We've got some other beers to try from our friends at the 21st Amendment and Sidegate right around the corner, too. I know Dick's had uh, that beer tonight, too. So we want to get through some beer. But I want to talk about the, the AI bar, too, um, which I'll explain a little in, in more detail because I didn't get that at first either. But how 
after you use this platform for a while, the AI can get to know your preferences a little bit and maybe tell you what kind of what other beers you might like. Um, so we're going to talk about that when we come back and a few other things. So hang in there. You're listening to the session, and uh, we'll be back after these words. Welcome back to the session. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We are still talking beer with Deep Liquid Beer and AI and tasting some more beer. We just went and got some uh, 21st Amendment in our glass, the Brew Free or Die, I think. Is that what we have? Blood Orange Brew Free or Die. Blood Orange Brew Free or Die. That's what we have. You can smell it right away, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get into that one yet. (laughs) We've also got the Sidegate 100 Hazy in front of us. So two more beers and the last two that we're going to do on the show. Um, And again, if you come down to the Hop Grenade anytime this week, um, then you can uh, evaluate these beers as well, give your feedback. And the idea is if we get enough data, um, and I don't know how much we are, we just kind of put this together to see how goes uh, if we get enough data then the brewers will brew this again and and come back with with beers for another event which i think will be super fun too um i don't even know that we'll do a podcast but i just want to hang out and taste the beer and see how the feedback went um but who knows so that's the goal here um let's start with the uh the brew free or die and and then as we taste that go ahead Dennis. sorry can i just say something like yeah even if you don't rebrew the beer. Mm. Like, I know this because we do this. We value that feedback, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So even if we aren't going to, okay, you know what? We're going to take this and we're going to change the recipe. That feedback is super valuable. Like, it yeah, is. Yeah. And we really do listen to it. And I think the brewers that, you know, are really, you know, we, we do want, there's this balancing act about what you want to brew and what people want you to brew. And if you can engage more, it allows you to get that equilibrium. So even if we don't change it, yeah, right, yeah. And, and they may or they may not, it is super valuable. Sure. So you're, you're basically part of this, of the journey of the, 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 the brewers and that brewery that, you know, you, you love. Yeah. I wonder, as you're talking about that, is there a worry that if, as a consumer, let's say the 21st Amendment or Drake's really adopts this and goes, okay, we're going to put this QR code on just everything we make. And then, um, is there a worry that a consumer won't be heard? Is there a worry that now that you've opened up Pandora's box and said, I'm asking for all your feedback, but then maybe every time I try Blood Orange, Brew Free or Die, I can tell you didn't listen. So I'll tell <laughs> you, it's exactly like, it's, it's what humans do. You're heard, but like I, I'm a parent, and I'll tell them this: I've heard you. I understand what you're saying. You're still not going to get what you want, right? <laughs> and you're also right? you might not be right. So, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's exactly like this: sure. we've heard you, we've listened. Yeah. We still believe we're going to do this. Yeah. But yeah. thank you very much for your feedback. Right. And honestly, my kids, I don't know if they're just they know now to just just. Say agree, yes, okay, I understand you. So, like, we don't have, they can go back to their PlayStation. Right. But I feel like if I listen to them, I go, okay, this is what you've said. This yeah. is what I've said. Now I'm the parent. Yeah. I get to make the call. Sure. So, like, okay, at least you've heard me. But, you know, when Pandora opened the box, mm-hmm. she tried to slap the lid back on, which she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nearly everything escaped, and only one thing remained in the box, mm-hmm. and that was hope. <laughs> right. We're, we're yes. going to let hope out so. this time. <laughs> hope hope yeah. gets to go. Well, and as I was asking that, I was answering in the back of my mind, too, I, one of you said that 
still over time things might change. So even if the feedback isn't changing right now, it might in six months or, or four years or, or whatever, as if the feedback keeps coming in or as times just change, it still might eventually get put to use. Exactly. Well, like I'll even say like 1500, the, the one that you tried 10 years ago. Yeah. It significantly changed. Right, right, right. Um, um, we had to, to, you know, switch a pop. We had to modernize. We, we, you know, you have to, you have to acclimate to, to, you know, just the, the state of the industry. Absolutely. And, um, I can't say that I tried 1500 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't, quite remember but since i took over yeah I've, I've had i've had to make little changes obviously you have to keep the same base but yeah you know it's just you're still tweaking it and yeah tweak yeah. It and you yeah. have to and you have to modernize you have to you have to just kind of get with the program if you want to really survive right yep and and the modernization i think is is twofold right it's not just like what ingredients are available and as new hops become available that you're excited about but it's not getting left behind and getting left behind, I think, has a lot to do with letting consumers have something to say about it, which, again, you're, you're kind of already doing anyway, right? Like, first, there was the almost the death of the flagship. It's just whatever you make new is all I want. I just want the new thing. Well, now even that's changing. Like, that's going away where I'm like, no, I just kind of want another 1500 and I want another Sierra Pale Ale. And I might try your new flagship now, but now I take a little more convincing. And all of that, again, is just data and feedback that we can just keep getting. So I like that for, for this and for brewers who are willing to do it. Because the other side of this that might be fun to talk about in just a few minutes, because who doesn't like to complain? There's plenty of brewers that we've all interacted with that don't want feedback at all. They don't want it from Untapped. They don't want it from me. They don't even want it from Dick. Um, and, and that's <laughs> weird to me when brewers go, I think we're fine. I think I make good, I make good beer. Vinny said to me once, I was walking through his new facility and his giant lab upstairs. And, you know, the advice he always gives brewers is, you guys, you need a lab. And he told me that, you know, that one day somebody said to him, well, I don't know why I need a lab. I sell every drop of beer I make. And I was like, you just said that to Vinny. Do you think that he doesn't sell every drop of beer he makes before he, he sells that beer six months before it's made. And he still has a lab. He has one of the most robust labs on the planet in beer uh, because he wants it to get better all the time, right? So we've gotten weird answers approaching brewers about this AI thing, and some of them are like, yeah, I just don't want the feedback. Yeah, it just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, being too cool for school is just (laughs) ridiculous. Well, but I, I have... So my first thought when I heard about this project was... There, there are some beers that are sacred. Like, you know, if you're a brewery that brews classic styles and you're trying to produce a beer that is what you envision is the most representative style for that particular beer, like, that's you you don't necessarily want to change it to public taste. Yep. And so I, I yeah, guess that's, yeah. like, what I think of breweries, like, that are not just doing all innovative beers. Like they have two jobs. Like one is to like brew beers that people really want to drink. And the other is to represent these styles and educate people on these beers that are not part of the mainstream culture anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I said before, you know, like you have 16 beers in your pub on tap, something like that. You know, maybe, maybe 12, you know, eight of them are absolutely inviolable. You know, some of them are, 
ephemeral. They come and they go. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, why not listen to people yeah. on some of these other ones? Oh, right. totally. Yeah. And engage them because this is about customer engagement. Prior to that, can I just go back to what you were saying about, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, not wanting feedback. Like, I don't know if you know this. This is a, a little known fact, but Kodak actually, uh, the digital camera process, I don't know if this is well known, but they actually funded and created that. Hmm. Went, yeah, no, no, no. We're doing well. We're making lots of money. Let's not go down there. <laughs> Many right, of our right. younger viewers might not right. recognize okay, so, that. Yeah, Kodak <laughs> right, yeah. was, was one right. of like the largest capitalized companies on the planet. Like, one of the most profitable. Sure. Right? And they saw it coming. They actually created it and went, yeah, no, 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 no. no. What's you know kinda, what? What's kind of crazy about that, too, is that the, actually the, the company name, Kodak, was the result of a customer was a was result of a cust- consumer survey? Hmm. You know, it was sort of an innocuous, instantly recognizable name, and then when it, when it came time to develop newer products, they were much more reluctant. Not listening, yeah. but they actually did help fund it. Like they could have actually. So my point is, and this is just Kodak, but there are so many companies hmm. that are not here today because they went. Yeah, you know what? We're doing really well. We don't want to listen. <laughs> so it's fine. Right? Yeah, because the the worst thing that the the like the people that are most deaf are the people that are, have the most success. Yeah, yeah, and I think it is really important when you have success to listen mm-hmm. at, to ensure that you maintain that. Sure. So that's what I was going to say about that. But I was going to say, yeah, absolutely. I think you're co- completely correct. There are some styles. And beers that are sacrosanct. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so what we do is we make, we train the AI to be really narrow, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even give us the, like, it says here, this these are the parameters. Like, and as, as a matter of fact, so Dick hasn't yet got involved in training our AI, but I'd love him to because I'm not just blowing smoke here, but like, clearly, you know, he's done a lot of judging. He knows exactly mm-hmm. the parameters. And it would be really good for you to and go. And they change. Yeah, they do change. But some you don't want to change, right? Yeah. So we can go to Dick to say, here, this is like, we don't want to change these parameters. This is a, you know. Are you saying the avatar should look like me? <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have a choice. <laughs> well, actually, so, again, this is a podcast, but you don't have a beard. And no, we, we, or, we, tattoos, we, or tattoos. Or tattoos. Right? tattoos. I have an idea or, or, for a tattoo. Yeah, absolutely. Dick with a, a bearded, tattooed dick, that can be <laughs> oh, the <easy> avatar. Yeah. <laughs> I want my avatar to look like Devo, though. So, <laughs> so anyway, my, my point is that like we can narrow that so that but so that it it's really narrow. But as Dick was saying, at the end of the day, you the brewer chooses what to do and what not to do Mm -hmm. so you can go okay this is what the market's saying even if it's super narrow Mm -hmm. but you know what we're not going to touch this because this is sacrosanct and i think that is really important but i also think even if something's sacrosanct you should know like i want to be aware if i love this beer i'm going to brew this it doesn't matter what like point like yeah my, my wife said to here you know what we need to brew this beer because she's English and blah, blah, blah. And she says so she wanted a, an English bitter that was not going to sell. But you know what? 
she's put up with so much. I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter this, what yeah. the AI says. Yeah, right. we're doing um, this. Yeah, that's gonna, a that's a good illustration. Right, yeah, right. I'm going to brew this beer. Yep. If, I should know though that you know what, I need to do this on the three barrel. Yeah, because, yeah. Right? That that's a really good point. I mean, honestly. There, there's a lot of reasons that people brew beer and some of to make your English better, to make your Kolsch or whatever it is. Like, so you can have it all the time, mm-hmm. but it's not always like the beer that's going to yeah. sell. So, yeah. Well, I think the, the 21st Amendment beer here is a good example of how you can also set parameters and train uh, the, the responses so you don't get bullshit that doesn't count either. So uh, it's uh, blood orange IPA, right? Well, You've all seen feedback on some of the platforms on a beer like this that say, like, oh, way too many strawberries in that beer. Or just some random comment that has nothing to do with this beer, which, again, is what I think some makes some brewers reluctant about this. But you're if, if as you said, um, Sully could have submitted the recipe and all of that, the AI would immediately know, okay, well, this person has zero input about this beer yeah and, they're just and, angry about strawberries yeah and not not only that yeah. <laughs> but like we're working with and we're talking to some platforms that are similar to untapped but not untapped mm-hmm. where you can review and it's not public and this is the beautiful thing about this i think this is actually the antidote to all that untapped hate that comes out mm-hmm. is again if people feel that they heard you know, they just stop, right? Like, yeah. it's that angry customer, right? The worst thing you can do is ignore. And, and it's, you're it's the anonymous owner. troll. And, yeah. and you're just anonymous and you're being treated like you're anonymous. So, exactly. And yeah. if you can have something saying, I heard you understand, we're going to consider this. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. That is the best way to, you know, to, to just stop that from escalating into something that is not helpful for anyone. Yeah, yeah. So this is what we do. We we heard you. Thank you very much. Now, will it change the beer? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Right? But it actually stops that from escalating into sure. a place where you don't want to go. So I got a question. Um, so I guess when I um, opened the app and I, you know, got, got introduced um, to the questionnaire... I guess I thought in my head that um, you'd be able to just actually just write down your opinion on the beer. I and thought that too. Not necessarily like give it a rating, but just like, hey, I don't like how uh, sweet this is. I don't like yep. uh, how hoppy it is. And, and kind of, yeah, I would kind of, you know, just, just take that all in and, and regurgitate, you know, whatever, whatever you're going to get in your email as, as a brewer. Um, do you have any plan to do that? Yes. Yeah. So we absolutely. So, um, Prior to, can I just I, say quickly? You know what's funny to me about that? It's the exact type of test question that we all hated back in the day when it wasn't just multiple fucking choice and you had to write <laughs> out your ideas. And now that we're adults, we're like, why don't you want my ideas? Oh, I, I want you to write it out. Oh no, help no, no. I I like those questions. You always like, did, of course you that. did. Oh, you know, I'll tell did. you, partly because a lot of the time I hadn't done the work <laughs> and I could fake it. You could fake your way through it. Okay, uh, fair. Fair point. Oh, yes. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but no, I no, just no, no, yeah. no, no. But but like this is perfect, a, a perfect illustration. Like Dick, for those who don't know, like he's an author, and like you, the, the most obscure literary, you know, uh, uh, text. Dick will know, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and So yeah. he's really good with this sort of stuff. So he would love 
to be able to basically write a novel <laughs> yeah. and have the AI to, you know. But there are people, unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, not everybody's like Dick. They just want to, like, spend eight seconds going boom, sure. boom, 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 boom. But I and like what, Miguel's question anyway. Is it possible? It is possible. Okay. And as a matter of fact, this is what we're going to. We need to identify who wants to spend Eight seconds, who wants to spend eight minutes? Yeah. Now, I mean, one of the things we can do, and again, we're super lucky in that I am just sort of the the, the, the face and in this case, the vocal cords of, of this company, but we've got the smartest AI guys. And one of them has said that what we need to do is be able to just put in your camera and say, this is what I think, boom, 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 and have the AI sort it out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we can, so one of the, uh, this gentleman actually helped build AI for one of the major um, uh, 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 companies that I think I think it was Paramount. I think I can say that. Like, they're not a sponsor. They're not going to sue me. Yeah. All right, who basically, they what they used to do is they used to do um, uh, screen uh, shows and then get people to fill out questionnaires. Mm. But people always lied because they were getting these free shows and you don't want to say, <laughs> right. that sucked. Yeah. So instead, what they did is they built... AI, so there's cameras, and it just watches the people and understood mm. when they were engaged, when they were happy, when they were bored. <laughs> right. Super honest. I think that's brilliant. 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 And yeah. it was much better. Yeah. And this is the sort of stuff that we will do for this. Right. Right, right now, what you're getting is a brand new prototype. But again, I've got really smart. AI guys, like, this is where this needs to go. Well, and so, I hope you don't mind the comparison, but if ChatGPT can write out a brilliant speech for me right now if I asked it to, then I, it certainly could take my feedback and turn it into to good feedback. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I, really used, I mean, I, I, I did, you know, I use ChatGPT. I have a, I pay for an app on my phone, and I, I really wanted to test the boundaries of it. And I, I nice. parameters. Um, I gave it um, what I wanted. I gave it my system parameters and all these things, and it just totally nailed just it. Killed it. It nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. I mean, obviously, I haven't. I didn't try the recipe, but I, like I'm a brewer from looking at yeah, it. Yeah, you can it see good, that it's a good it recipe. A good, it was a good recipe. They had, wow. They had um, they had water chemistry in there, and it had it had a knockout volume. It had everything. Heck mm. yeah. Broken down, and it kind of you know. You know can I, I can I just say? Scary. It's a little scary, sure. Can I just say, the the, the scary thing about that is that um, what ChatGPT trains the model on is everything. So all the rubbish that, you know, we've been talking about is there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what I think we need to do and what I'm hoping to do with Deep Liquid is train it on things that are specific to us. So like I said, we could overweight people drinking at the hop grenade because we know that they're educated clientele. Mm-hmm. It's not all the rubbish. So as good as that is, it's basically, you know, junk in, junk out. Yeah. And where chat GPT is getting better and better at better at screening out the rubbish, rubbish will get in. Right? What we are doing is ensuring that there's no rubbish coming in. Yeah. And yeah. I think that is when we will get the best results. Yeah. That's helpful. And then, like we said earlier, it's all being done anyway. It's all being your, your beers being judged and and ruled on and starred and not not starred anyway. So why not have it a platform that gives that back to you? Um, just like everything else, Google's not. I love Google for so many reasons, but it's not giving shit back to me. Uh, I showed my girlfriend once her map. I was like, "Oh, you don't know where you went? 
Here you go. Just look at your map history. Google knows everywhere you went for the last 10 years. Everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's not giving, and not it, giving that back to you. It, no, no, no. It's not giving it back to you, but it's giving it back to everyone else who will pay for it. Right, right, right. And right. That, that is my point. Like, if you think, like, and I think what you were saying is like, oh, this is stressful. I don't want my, you know, the brewer is like, oh, I, I don't want to be judged and so on and so forth. Like, this is happening. Yeah. What you need to be able to do is control it. So, whereas you know, Google, and they're sucking up all this data and then giving it to everybody else. What we are doing is saying, no, take control, Yeah, right? Yeah. This is why our tagline is democratizing AI. Mm-hmm. Take control. This is your data. You control it. You you do with it to create something that you want, Yeah. not what somebody wants you to buy, which is what's happening now. Right, right. The tagline should be, stop being an arrogant brewer. <laughs> that too yeah that's the only the that cool kids the can handle you know who won't line. you know who won't hear that or understand it all the arrogant brewers <laughs> they'll be like what's yeah, that stupid line but it's a great beer. line we brew quality beer yeah. are we going to are we going to uh, evaluate the 21A beer do we yeah why not we got time to do that and let's but let's do them both quickly um it's a quick survey anyway, isn't it? I just mean uh, the brewers who participated should, should get, get the there. attention. Yeah. So I'm starting again, and then uh, we're doing the Brew Free or Die Blood Orange IPA first here. Um, and I started the other one, so I'm going to let somebody else uh, start this time. How about you, Teresa? What do you think? You want me to read the description real quick first? Sure. Uh, What to expect from the 2NA Brew Free or Die Blood Orange IPA. Brewed like their original Brew Free or Die, this beer has an abundance of fresh blood orange puree and a twist of citrusy dry hops. It's refreshingly different. Uh, As Abe would say, whatever you are, be a good one. All right. What do you think, Teresa, on question one? How would you improve this beer's appearance? Oh, I mean... There's very little to improve here. It's damn near perfect, isn't it? Yeah, it's got it a is nice, kind of perfect. Nice, nice head, nice carbonation, even even after sitting in the glass for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the color's some pretty. of these beers, like, I, I built the brewery drinking this beer. Like, my association with this beer is so positive, it's hard to... It's a great beer. Knock it down. So, yeah, what about you? Did it change the appearance at all? No, not no, no, it's a yeah. gorgeous nope. beer. Perfectly clear. Perfect. So we're just skip. Well, not skipping it. We're just calling it perfect and going to the next question. Um, the aromatics, which uh, Devo, you mentioned like right when we started. You're like, yeah. oh no, that's the blood orange. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> it is. It is. You could figure that out when it's yeah, sitting on the table. There. Yeah. I mean, honestly, but, you know. So, so my criticism is that the aromatics are a little candified. Yeah, it's mm. a little sugary yeah, sweet. and mm-hmm. and lollipopy. Yeah. And okay. so my options here are decrease or increase. So I guess I'd say decrease by 40%, hmm. something like yeah. that. I would say decrease or even um, change up utilization. You know, maybe, you know, you want grapefruit heavy on cold side, maybe try hot side. Mm-hmm. So that you kind of don't get so much of that um, artificial grapefruit. In your face, yeah. yeah. You know, too much, too much puree, that's what it's going to do. And, yeah. okay. and, and, yeah. and this is where AI needs to get better because... You know, what you were talking about, hot side or cold side, yeah. 99% of the people would not, like, <laughs> put that in there. Yeah. But, you know what, this is where it will go. Sure. Right? And we need to understand. Do you think this is on the hot side? 
No, I think this is all cold <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, 100%. Yep. And they, I think it's under attenuated, and so you're leaving a lot of that puree still in the beer, and that's just kind of what they've grown. And not all blood orange puree is equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to make a blood orange beer quite See, a lot. I, I got to say, just like n- not not as somebody who owns a brewery, like one, I'm super excited as somebody who owns a brewery. If I was getting this sort of feedback from yeah. Miguel and Dick, yeah, I, I would be so excited to go, okay, we need to pay attention to this. Um, we need to find a way as like from an app developer, uh, a, a, a tech developer to go, okay, how do we, because there's so much amazing knowledge here. Yeah. How do we take this? Right. And this is sort of what I'm, I'm the whole point of this exercise. Sure. Is how do we, well, not just, we talked about filtering out the rubbish, but like this is gold. Right. How do we get this? Well, this is how the Brewing Network exists for 18 right. years. So what we do is we start a new podcast where where Dick and Miguel uh, <laughs> uh, just evaluate beers, but like okay. like full board. I've always like I've always been a little like subtle about it on the show. Like if I didn't like a beer, I would just move on. But no, it would have to be a full bore, full full speed ahead, and then you know the transcript, sure. the AI just makes a transcript of it, internalizes it, whatever it fucking does. I don't know denim, you know. And and then spits out some good info. I'll man. get a Pieta Tear and Concord. <laughs> yeah, there we go, man. We're ready. <laughs> I, I, I'm really loving this idea, to be honest with you. Um, okay. Uh, well, I uh, I love all that big upfront aroma in the nose. I do agree so that it's a little sweet, um, but because the the question isn't letting me do that, I'm, I'm just going to reduce it by like one or two. I scaled it down forty yeah. percent, but I think yeah. it works better in the flavor. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. th- this is again where this is like because I I did love the but Dick's absolutely right it is a little candy mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and so now I'm like you're right like do I scale this down but mm-hmm. um but I think what this does is generally get give very clean feedback because we don't have the brewers here. But what I think we do need to do is, and we absolutely can do this, is find a way to identify where you are in sort of, are you a brewer? Are you like a first time, right? And I think that is important because if we know, like, you know, Dick who's judged, you know, is like judged, you know, the best beers for a long time. Right. Yeah. If we know that he's doing this, like, okay, we overweight this. Yeah. Massively. Well, and you could just, you could you, gather that when somebody signs up for it. Absolutely. You know, just a couple of questions about their beer background. You could also see, yeah, Dan, I'm, I'm starting idea. to get why you're so excited about this. I really am. Because the AI is going to be, can be so smart, you also could ask questions like, once you've gathered a bunch of feedback about this beer, do you find this aroma to be candy sweet or fresh and new, right? You could, the AI is going to eventually figure out how to throw questions back that have to do with previous feedback. Absolutely. And the reason I think that would be important is if, one out of uh, six of us decided it was candy sweet, okay, I might not change anything. But if five out of six of us answered that next question, yeah, actually, because it didn't get triggered until you, till Dick brought it yes. up, you'd go, oh, yeah, actually it is. Well, now you might start to look at well, AI whatever. Learns. It does. Correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the beauty of it. AI, absolutely, it does learn. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if it learns, it can teach us. You just have to be open to, you know, well, yeah, I think yeah. That even like having that, 
I mean, it, it promotes the conversation. Too. Yes. So if you have that data, you have access to that data, then like we see, okay, um, I, even if it's just these four questions, well, you know, what does that mean? Then like over 1500, then Miguel and I go back and he's like, hey, I think we should maybe drop the hot side charge and increase the cold side. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it, uh, it starts that conversation. Right. And so it doesn't, you know, don't necessarily like that's part of the benefit for the brewers, right? Like it doesn't necessarily have, I don't necessarily need the specifics because that's part of what my job is. Right. Is to know how to interpret that data and then translate it into the quality of the beer, right? Like, and so it's just like, that's where we still have creative license and where we, it, we're engaging in Creative license. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. But I'm sitting here, sitting here thinking as you're talking, like, did we give you any meaningful information when we're drinking the 1500? We mostly said, I mean, I remember I said, really drinkable beer. Right. I like the Amarillo balance more. You know, the Simcoe was more in the background, which I like, all that stuff. I, I'm hoping that the data we provided, which is just not many points, yeah. was useful. Yeah, yeah. Well, even in the conversation, the first thing, and I think, I mean, Miguel probably said, like, clarity. That was one of the first things we're like, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. So he'd go back and go, like, okay, what was this batch? Like, I just know him enough to go, like, go start looking look yeah. up this batch and see, like, why uh, yeah. it's not as clear as, like, what we would expect to have it be. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. He's already he's already thinking about it, yeah. He already knows it, yeah. Well, in judging in yeah. judging so many styles, chill haze is for is 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 allowed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, the slightest even feedback, you know, especially when it's a beer that you're super familiar with, you're going to take that and then start a conversation. You're going to engage in a conversation. I mean, well, and as the well. sample size gets bigger, like you're going to get more sure, valuable feedback. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing you said is about starting conversations. So. I had an idea, and again, this is exactly why we're doing this actually why we picked the hop grenade, because what you do is you basically bring a community together to try to grow the community, right? Yeah. And you had a couple of um, uh, patron, uh, patrons at the bar just talking about how they reviewed the beers. Mm -hmm. I did this, I did that, right? Yeah. And what I was thinking is, like, that's what we need to do, like, create a little community. So um, there's uh, an airline, I can't remember, where you could choose to watch a movie with someone. Hmm. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's really cool <laughs> because, right, you just want to share an experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, even a random person. Right. No, yeah. Do well, do you, do you like, text like, them? Like, or? Watch a movie with so it's like, 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 that's fascinating that, that, that is oh. really weird that, that that's weird but i can understand where because i did it once where i was like oh yeah you're like we can watch the same movie together because you want to share an experience right yeah, yeah. Huh. and this is what we can do like and i was actually thinking that's what we need we need to have like oh x amount of people here like all talking about a beer and that you know can yeah. go to like because it's sometimes it's really good to be at home, you know, like giving clean feedback. But you know, honestly, the wonderful thing about beer is it is a communal experience. Mm -hmm. It brings people together. And we can build that in yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, did this provide the numerical data? Like how many responses did it get? And I think that's really important too. I mean, like to, to, to put together the information that we've provided on each of these beers, that's only six of us. Yeah. yeah. If it's 548 responses, 
people need to know that. That's something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, true. if somebody's batting 800 with six at-bats, Yeah. I mean, that's meaningless. Well, that's no. Statistic. Casey Schmidt yeah. did that, and he got yeah. sent back to the minors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, then just because I got to get us through these beers, uh, the bar is going to close. Even though I, even though I own it, I probably keep it open. Uh, how would you improve this beer's flavor? This is the less bitter, more bitter. Well, see, once again, we were talking about the fruit characteristic of it, and mm-hmm. that doesn't really get to it. Yeah. So, so it's hard to answer. And also, because even though there's the sweetness uh, from the puree, there's the bitterness from the grapefruit, and of course the hops. So. I don't want it more bitter to counteract the sweetness. So I'm just going to leave this one alone on my end. You know, I want more bitter. Okay. How many how many points are you going? Three. Three points. All right. Anybody else want to try? I think the beer is good for what it is. Mm-hmm. I, 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 sorry, like, no. I, obviously, we, we're right next door. You're neighbors. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I drink, you know, we, we, we drink each other's things. Like, they, yeah. they come over to our house. They try our stuff. I talk to them. Yeah. They give me their input. You know, and it goes back and forth. Um, it does not have any fermentation defects. Yeah, um, yeah. And in my head, it's just, just, it's just um, like a percentages thing. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe not throw a whole that that last drum of grapefruit puree. Gotcha. But for, yeah. but for yeah. me, you know, using a using a specialty ingredient like blood orange. You want it to marry with the hops. You want it to be. You want there to be this relationship between the bitterness and the fruitiness and whatever else. And that's why I'm saying I want more. Okay. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. definitely a club you over the head rather than like, you know, hint of. But I can see also there's probably a million people in the world who would be like yeah. more blood orange, more cowboy. Yeah. Sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's that's and that's one of the, the hard things about this, right? That's what this is all about. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a tool. It's a tool to figure out yeah. what you want right. to do. And then it goes back to the nuance of the brewer and the brewery, right? Where right. They're like, oh, okay, well, if we have like equal, some people are like, yeah, we want more bitter, and some people are like, yeah, we want it on the sweeter side. Then we then we as a brewery get to decide what we're going to do because it's still our right. Place. But if you end Dev up with a, an overwhelming <laughs> overwhelming volume of data that says more bitter. You, yeah, if you you're, might, you might listen. Yeah, yeah. Listen. yeah, and Dev's absolutely right. So, like, I, like when I, I, I didn't even want to say because I, 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 I didn't generally meet uh, the, the the ratings were similar to Dick, and I was like, I'm not going to contradict Dick. Uh, right? <laughs> but um, I think what this does, you should. <laughs> I think what this does is it gives you that. Well, okay, the market is saying this, like. Do we want to follow the market? Like, mm-hmm. and this is this is what like well, you need to know that regardless of well, you know what Dick and Miguel says. So like it was interesting hearing Dick and Miguel right saying this is what we think, and yeah. I absolutely understand both of their standpoints. But what you need to also then is this is what the market says. This yeah. is what the volume of your drinkers say. Yeah. And if you can put that into the equation, then the brewers make the best decision. Sure. And let's not forget all of the other traditional data that you should also be looking at. So if the market for if the market in in this voting in 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 this evaluation from deep liquid is saying that 1500 needs to change this this and that. But sales are up astronomically, well then you're really going to question what to change. Yeah. But if sales are down and the market is showing that, 
it, it becomes easier to listen to one data point over the other data point. So you're still going to just use this against your traditional data points, aren't you? Sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And then I go back to – sorry to interrupt. Then I go back to my one of my central tenets of altering a recipe. Um, if I can fix – if I can change something in a beer – that I think makes it better and nobody notices, mm. I've really mm. done my job. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a good point, yeah, too. Mm. Yeah. So, my only comment is, like, so, um, you know, I work at Drake's full time. I have a little part-time job. I work at the Rake Admiral Malting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Out in Alameda. Um, I deal with a lot of Alameda people drinking a lot of these beers. I try all, every single beer, um, and I tell the manager what I think about them, you know, and I know if there's all flavors, if there's this, if there's that. Mm-hmm. And I, so I guess my question is, what? How, how would you combat um, people that see oxidation as something that they would like? Are we just like, going? Yeah, are we? Yeah, mm. like are we just? Are we just conforming to like creating oxidized beer because that's what they want? Emulating the imports. Yeah, yeah. Like there's 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 numerous <laughs> beers, you know, that that come through the rake, and I try them, and I'm like, oh, this is full of diacetyl. Oh, this is oh, this is, and people people love it. Who am I to tell them they're wrong? I'm not going to tell them, you know, they don't, they don't know what I'm talking about. I can't tell them there's a seed of aldehyde in this. They don't really care. Right. <laughs> they're going to drink the beer. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, again, I think what it is about training the model, right? So if you, you know, say, you know, you like caramel flavors in your beer, like, great. Like, if that is not what you want in your beer, the AI will filter that out, Right. Right. So, you know, it can do that. So it's we can program in off flavors. You can program in off flavors, mm-hmm. like to say here, these are the flavors we do want to do. What I think is going to be interesting in how we, like, how we identify who's willing and able to identify those flavors, right? Who's willing to, say, you spend the additional 60 seconds to identify, you know, I get caramel, I get, you know, the, these sort of flavors. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what we're identifying. And but if you somebody actually, knows enough to identify yes. acetaldehyde, they exactly. should they should have their day in court too. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, Seri- as long as their seriously, I, as long as their identification isn't, I really love green apples, and I'm right. glad it's in this beer because then they don't know how to identify it. They just know they love green apples. Well, right. if God didn't make little green apples. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, okay, if, if somebody, like, w- what would be great is, like, right now, and I, I'm not going to mention any programs, but there's certain, like, reviews, like, where you go, okay, here, you've reviewed X amount, you've got a badge, right? Yeah. And that badge means all you've done is talked about X amount of it. It doesn't mean you know anything about it. And in those. this yes. country, that's all we can give right. them. Yeah. The but, little American airline well, wings. Yeah. That's but right. In this yeah. app, what we could do is identify people who actually know something about beer and that is very unique right yeah. exactly and actually yeah. if you can that's a good way to sell it yeah, to brewers as well right. yeah we because can. if you've got you know say 10 people of the respondents who have done professional level judging mm-hmm. or whatever else they're like oh okay well i've got you know some yeah. savvy people well, here. more than that or i've got people who are homebrew belong to a homebrew club or something like that. We can that. do all that, but also what we can do is we can give Justin a code to say, hey, listen, I know you know your beers. Oh, right here, I'm going to give you this. Basically, I- I've identified you as somebody who knows their beers. Yeah, yeah, super yeah exactly. that's what I was trying to think of. So, so a badge, right, isn't just a badge that says you've done X amount. It's a 
badge. It's a badge of knowledge. And knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. I'm hesitating yeah. to use the word influencer. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so, no, yeah. Exactly. You're an influencer. No, yeah. no, but, but influencers just get paid to say, right, yeah. this is an influencer who actually has earned That's that. Because they have a bet, right? And you could just say, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm yeah, going to. Yeah. So we know somebody coming from a hop grenade who has this badge, boom, overweighted. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's so much we can do here to, you know, address those issues. Because right now, the platforms right now take every input and it is all valued the same. Whether you know yeah. nothing or whether you're. Sure. And that goes with everything. It's not just the beer review sites. It goes for the Hop Grenades Google reviews. It goes for the Yelp reviews. It goes for, and there's power users on there, but there's still no weeding it out. Mm -hmm. Hell, there's such a lit. Totally. And all of, like, you know, I mean, for me, I'd rather see the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if it was a sunny day and the. Yeah, yeah. Loud and the there was a dog that almost bit me and the nachos were great but this you know they and they you're right you know what I mean there's like a lot of like extra fluff or it's just. Well, I would also. And that's how Denim sort of started the show, the first segment, by saying, at the very least, the one thing AI is good at is sifting through data. And we are not. We don't want to. I don't read all that shit either. Uh, It would take us a a, a decade to do that or seconds. I mean, one thing I find annoying about so many of the beer rating review, anything, well, not just beer reviewing, you know, rating, um, anything, is that. You know, people like to create sort of a persnickety persona for themselves or whatever mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck the persona. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like the anonymity of the data that's provided to this yeah. platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I feel like the people who provide the data need to get something out of it, not necessarily like. But they can get it without you know, the providing social interaction. Yeah. But like, they need to get a benefit that is direct to them or like some kind of connection with other people. Yeah. Because. You know, just knowing that your feedback went to the brewer is not necessarily, to me, it's not enough. No, you, you're absolutely right. Yeah, so, I see so, your point. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So in Australia, like I said, we can give them free beer, which you know, is really mm. good. But yeah. it's actually actually good for sales as well, because how this currently works in Australia is we will give you a voucher. So if you've X reviewed X amount of, this, say, the Hop Grenade, mm-hmm. we can send you back. And then if you give a free beer, the brewery, gives that back to you when you order from us, mm. right? So it is much cheaper for us, a brewery, to do this than to send a sales guy over here, here, try this Ooh, beer, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, what, so that is really easy for us in Australia. It's harder to do here. Yeah, because of the laws, yeah. Because of the laws. But I still think it is a really good way for us to engage and generate demand and reward customers in a really seamless way that is actually cheaper than having people running around yeah. you know, in cars trying to find parking. And so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually a sales mechanism as well, right? It's just, again, here we need to... Well, that's one thing we need to continue coming back to because yeah. we're trying to sell yeah. beer. Yeah. 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 Yep. I, I got to get us through one more beer. 
and then we're going to finish this up. Uh, we're just going to have to do more deep liquid shows, really. Uh, we're about to have the uh, Sidegate Brewery 100. It's a crushable, hazy IPA with Matueka and Citra uh, to celebrate uh, their 100th batch made at their Concord Brew House, which is just about two blocks away from me. Um, tasting notes of melon, underpine, nectarine, key lime, and black tea. Which, having already tasted this beer, I think is an excellent description. They did a good job. They spent some time on that. Um, this is the only hazy uh, beer, the only hazy IPA in our selection tonight. Um, and then, of course, the the first question is, how would you improve the beer's appearance? Um, so, you know, for me... I, I don't know that I would change it. There are hazy beers that I would say that I would have voted this um, clearer. Um, I don't know that there's ever been a hazy beer I would have voted cloudier, but they probably <laughs> exist. Um, I'm leaving this right where it is. Dick? Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing, my beef with a lot of hazy beers is lack of carbonation mm. and head retention and all that stuff. Sure. I'd like a little more of that, but there isn't in this particular questionnaire parameter Survey, yeah. that's not offered. So I will say we did have head retention. Mm. I, I remember on, seeing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And we took it out because, again, you know. I think it's tasty. Thought. It's also been sitting here for a half hour, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Leave it there. Mm-hmm. All right, next question then is to how would we improve the beer's aromatics? This one, and I don't know exactly what, but uh, I'm definitely going to increase. I want something more. And part of the, the increase for me is that nothing really sticks out either. It's quite... It's one note. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to increase it, but I don't know what to increase. And of course, we're not asking that well, in I like the survey. I like the note. I get an orangey aroma that I find pretty pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's not complex. Well, it's interesting, yeah. again, because I, I had a chat to the brewer a couple of days ago, and like I wouldn't change this only because he was very clear that he wanted this to be a sessionable hazy, right? Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. that wasn't too... and. So for that yeah, reason, so if you don't want it like in your face, I was like, okay, you've nailed that. What's the I think it's six. Yeah, six, I'm not sure. Six and a half. And you know what? That's the other thing that we used to have on this. So we will put back on there well, because that makes a huge difference. Right? I mean, of course, you've you've already in, by having six, shared four. that information, you've mm. sort of muddied the waters yeah. in terms of an uh, an objective yeah. response. But I get that. You know, it's got. Like so many super hazy, really thick IPAs, it's not dead on the palate. It does sort of move on. Mm-hmm. It has enough bitterness to do that. Yep. Although, you know, that's one of my beefs, too, with many hazy IPAs. I like proper bitterness. But right. Maybe that yep. violates the 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 style. Yep. And again, again, my, 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 my review is colored by my uh, discussion with the brewer but you know we were having this discussion I came from San Francisco where it was like 72 degrees and came here it was 100 and, yeah. 102 <laughs> degrees yeah, it was like what yeah. the it's like oh wow this is yeah. it's like no this is normal anyway I was like this is perfect for this weather it's mm-hmm. like yeah that's what we built it for mm-hmm. you know yeah, easy drinking not too in your face you can have a couple I was like yo nailed it yeah all right, so well, question, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say, I mean, it's fine for a hazy beer to not be in style if it makes it more drinkable. Like, I am mm-hmm. with you. Like, totally. In style, hazy beer is often, like, totally not drinkable to me. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's maybe well, because, West Coast kids. Exactly. But. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> because the majority of people, I mean, New England style IPAs and hazies, mm. they are a different category. They are. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, a lot of people, like, they do New England style. Some people do hazies. Like, it just depends. I mean, it's, it's really your off, like, the, 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 your hop amounts. Yeah, Cellar Maker has West Coast hazies now, yeah, they call them all I the like time. So, you do? Okay. Like, yeah, because you know that you're like going to get too. some. Gives you, gives you a parameter. You're gonna, you're, gonna you're gonna get some bitterness, mm-hmm. and, you're and not, you, it's not gonna be like overwhelmingly like thick. And, and it's probably yeah. gonna have some bubbles it's on it. Have some bubbles, and yeah. we do deserve credit in California. Yep. You know, for everything. Yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. Vermont created the hazy, but we, you know, we've been we doing work over here. We made it so you could drink it. That's a good know, point. We're, we're, we're selling pints. Yeah. All right, how would you improve the beer's flavor? This is the third question. This is about the bitterness. Um, and again, you know, hazies are just across the board. Um, I guess as, that's the cool thing. You've got to just be about this beer. As, yeah. always, this one. as always, I'm going to say, you know, more a bitter. little bit more. I'm going to go a little more, too. Um, not by much. I'm going to give it a two, a plus two on that. Um, anybody going more? No? No. No. Yeah. No, it's got yeah. enough of a skid, but, good with it. you know, just yeah. for, yeah, you Given know. I know that it's been meant to be sessionable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah, and it is that, it yeah. for sure. Palette, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. And then we get to the beer's mouthfeel. And this is a good question for a hazy, you know, whether you want it thinner or fuller. I think it nails it. Yeah, yeah. it's right on the palate where I want it to be. Um, I think this, if you wanted to, like, um, maybe say, like, carbonation or something like that, you mm. could address it. Mm, yeah, um, I, I would say so too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that would lift it just a little more off it the palate. Exactly, yeah. and it might make it even. And again, it's <coughs> sitting here, so you know. Like True. Yep. Some of that is bled off, but um, that would make it even more quaffable. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you in, entirely. And we did have again carbonation. Uh, I think what I've got from this, and this is super helpful, is we need to be able to identify who's willing to spend, you know. 30 seconds, who's willing to spend three minutes yeah. on your If questions. I'm only asked to spend 30 seconds, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, uh, but that's you. That's right. me. Yeah. yeah. That's me. And even on top of that, and in this beer, even if 50 Dick Cantwells did the, the 60, 90 seconds on this beer, I think it's one where they nailed what they were looking for. Yes. It's because you sort of described it to us. Even reading the description, I think I would take all that information and still go, nah, I'm good. I think it's okay. Do you see what I mean there? Like, yeah. And this is why the, the, you can take the data or leave the data. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if you, if you really got the beer you were going for, okay, unless the information is overwhelmingly saying plus five, plus five, plus five, I'd leave this alone. Well, we've all just spent an hour and a half evaluating these beers, and yeah. we're still loving it. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Yeah. yeah, but I think the, the the real thing is like we enjoy like this. The, You're fine. You know what we've just done now. I mean, that w- I enjoyed that. That was fun, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. And it was sort of fun because also it's really fun because I've got the brewers right next to me. Yeah, listening, yeah. going, oh, okay, that's really cool. That's what this does, mm-hmm. right now. Granted, they might not be physically next to you, but this They're goes to see. them. They're going to see it. They're going to listen. And this yeah. this is what makes this community great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I made a whole career out of this, Denim. It's your turn now. <laughs> Take <laughs> feedback, yeah. listening to brewers, yeah, giving it back to brewers. Um, this is, yeah, this is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next iterations are. I'm looking forward to a week's worth of data from the Hop Grenade. We're going to yeah. keep promoting it because we've got all this beer on tap for the, you know, until they're gone, really. We, we're calling it AI Beer Week because you need a gimmick, don't you? You need a name of a, yeah, at the Hop Grenade. Yeah, heck yeah. Before we faves. go, as a teaser, because I know you want to talk about it when well, you're not going to be able to talk about it, Yeah. but the AI bar. So what we are doing is we've developed an AI bar where you can basically review all these beers. It'll understand what you want and then basically create a QR code. So if this is one beer, uh, one bar, one tap, and you scan your QR code and you'll go, oh, okay, this is what you like. So we've done this for a stout bar. And... Um, yeah, it was amazing. And you don't even have to try beer. So we did this. It's basic. Can I can I dumb it down a little bit just for the listeners, too? Because I had trouble understanding what an AI bar was. It's a it's a very advanced kegerator yep. with multiple kegs in it that will take your preferences after you reviewed a bunch of beers and then put together the beer it thinks you'll like uh, uh, based on the selection it has inside of it. Well, yeah, not just selections, but like... With, with the stout. So what we did, it wasn't even beer. We had chocolates. We had peanut butter, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. We had milk duds. We had coffee-coated uh, uh, chocolate. We had um, Rocky Road. And you just rated those chocolates. Ah. And we had stouts, which basically bit different bases, you know, uh, higher alcohol, lower alcohol, more viscosity, less viscosity. And then also, um, you know, raspberry and peanut butter and so and so so you could create slash dose slash we but, would but they were based on beers yes they were based on beers so on individual was, kegs just, of beers it wasn't just crazy ingredients that were going to go into them there were beers that were based on those ingredients right and that people stated their preferences for them and it put together a custom blend correct. for each of them. Correct. But yeah, yeah. what they did in this instance was not try any of those beers. They just tried chocolates. Yeah, yeah. So I we get it. understood their flavor palette, right? If you hated peanuts but you like raspberry, we knew how to create yeah. and so many people said, I don't drink beer. And then so many people said, I definitely don't drink stouts, but like, oh my gosh, I like this. And sure, I was able yeah. to say, well, yeah, you've only ever drank a stout that was made for a million people. You've never drank mm-hmm. Christina's stout. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is created for you. And they were like, wow. Yeah. And what we're doing there is, again, just appealing to that TikTok generation where they need that immediate, like, uh, this is what I've I've done, this is the result. Whereas what we're doing here is this will go to Drake's and it might be a long, slow process where you won't immediately identify where your input is. Yeah. Right? But in this instance, it's immediate. Sure. And what we've done is we've, what I found with my brewery is like they immediately identify with my beer. Like, wow, this brewery can, you know, create something that. They really listen. So, another realm that works really well with this is like sour beers. Mm-hmm. So you've got, say, you've got a cucumber one, and you've got a you know a citrus one, and you've got a, I don't know what else. Maybe one that's more acidic. Yeah. Maybe one that's not. 
Yeah. And then you can put together a custom blend based on all those things. Sure. So, but I think that's a subject for a yeah. future podcast. Yeah, well, it becomes yeah. like and, Spotify. Um, well, the cool thing about that, literally a future podcast here, is that we're hoping to have an event like that here yes. one day at the Hop Grenade when, when, when this particular robot can make it across the pond and, <laughs> and hang out with us over here. So uh, there's, there's more to talk about with that. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, you, you're, you're invited. You're, you're That's invited. a done deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can go to deepliquid.ai and uh, learn more about everything we've been talking about here today. And uh, I want to thank all of our brewers for participating. Um, I'd like to call you brave souls, but I actually just think you're smart souls uh, for just getting involved with more data, more information. And uh, so, Teresa, thank you. Uh, Devo, thank you. Miguel, thank you. Uh, I want to thank Sean from the 21st Amendment. I want to thank Kevin and Paul from Sidegate. I want to thank Brendan from Liquid Gravity, all of you who agreed to participate in this experiment. Um, and I'm excited to see uh, where it grows and hopefully to taste some some beers with some changes from this. I think we're brave anyway. Anyway. You're right. Just for making it to Concord, you mean? Or because uh, <laughs> there's because there's that <laughs> for, for working in this industry. Okay, there, you're right. Uh, all right. Thanks again to our sponsors, More Beer. Uh, go check them out at morebeer.com. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, uh, the 21st Amendment, beersmith.com. Get your free uh, 30-day trial of Beersmith Brewing Software. And uh, go to Williams Brewing, too, williamsbrewing.com. And they can help you out with all of your brewing needs as well. We can't be here without our sponsors or you. Thank you for all your uh, listenership and support over the years. We'll see you next time on the session. Thank you. Hang in there. Take care of yourselves and your beer. The Session is a production of The Brewing Network and brought to you by More Beer. Check them out at morebeer.com. Find more content and live video of this show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brewingnetwork. For sponsorship opportunities and information, please reach out to advertising at thebrewingnetwork.com. To reach our hosts, contact feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Brewing Network.